What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Lenny. Better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, you and the Desert Storm Bunker with CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, the realest of the real, the best entertainment here on YouTube. And we got a great show for you today. I humbly come to you and speak before you. What a great show today. We got false alligators on the docket, and we got a great false alligator story that is a follow-up story. And there's the false alligators right there. We're going to have an appearance of a false alligator. All right. We actually have two, two false alligators. All right. The false alligator. We need a theme song for the false alligators for now. We'll use the troll song. Yes, we'll use it now. We need a false alligator theme song. All right. We have two false alligators and they're up to bat yet again. And we're going to follow up on the Matt Punk God Ariza. Ariza. I don't even know how to say his name. But shout out to him. We're going to follow up. Uh, we did two stories on this guy, Punk God, Buffalo Bills punter. Well, he was a Buffalo Bills punter. He got caught up having free sex with a underage 18-year-old girl who was at a college party. But we're going to go ahead and follow this on because the story gets deeper and deeper. It gets deeper because now it comes out and it turns out, and I'm going to show it here. It turns out that Matt was not even at the party after she when she was getting her guts ran oh yeah oh yeah there's video footage of her taking on several ninjas well um i don't know if they well brothers brothers there's short videos of her recording herself getting them guts ran at a college party and of course yep that choo-choo she had that train yang ran on her after she gave Matt the guts and he skedaddled. All right, he got the hell up out of there. He flew up out of there like that. I will flew up out of there the other day. All right. And so here's the thing. He got the he got the skins. He got the free intercourse. But now guess how much he paid? We're going to talk about how much he paid for this particular false allegation. And we're going to talk about false allegating. Okay. Um, there's no penalties or crimes for this. Also, we're going to talk about why people don't report and why people report. We're going to give it as just due. We also have a wife in Utah who husband died mysteriously in her bed, in their marital bed. She wrote a book about it on how to cope. And she gets arrested a year later for deleting her husband. You can't make this shit up. We got the false alligators out here, boy. Women be selling them wolf tickets, don't they? I need a wolf cry. Yeah, I need a wolf crying for them wolf tickets. Okay, if you old school, you know what selling um, uh, wolf tickets are. We got a lot of great stories here. We're going to talk about Straggling Sniggle Theater. Uh, we got aging nothing but a number coming up here. Women dealing with aging, young women dealing with older men and monetizing themselves. We got great shows here, but do me a favor. Hit the like button before we get into these topics right here. Okay. All right, and this is how you contribute to the day show. Dollar sign, the Notorious CGA. On the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. I wish all of those would be the same because it would be easier for you. All right, you're on your phone like, what? what, what, what? All right, but of course, can't even pick them out the same like that. I would have to start over. 
All right, but anyway, you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel. So let your voice be heard. Continue to support the show because this is the best entertainment here on YouTube. There are women that watch this show. There are wives that watch this show. They wake up early in the morning, wash their face, brush their teeth, all right, clean their backside, and then they get up ready to go looking at me, all right? And they got even permission from... And on... We got the coach gang watching. We got the 10 toes up gang appreciating it. We got the 52 point inspection ladies watching it. And we also have the Yob mob and the nasty boys are here. Oh, that's nasty. All right. We got all of the brothers here. We got the dating coaches. We got the five haters looking at me and my show, wondering why it's getting views, telling me I'm poor, broke, can't get no women, incel, and gay, and hurt, and all that stuff. They're watching me as well. But I appreciate all of those brothers as well. You're all welcome to my studio. Right, this is my mother's basement, actually. All right, I hate to tell you all this time. This is my mama's basement, anyway. Oh, yes, I'm broke too, and I don't have a job. There's so much going on here. Let's acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show, and then we'll get it going. All right, <laughs> shout out to Albert Wesker says XXs can cost you millions and receive no punishment. XXs can cost you millions and receive no punishment. We're going to talk about what the punk god potentially lost in income. As a result of this allegation, after she got her guts ran. All right, very, very tough one. Rational or rationality says, I cured a 304 scoliosis by dropping that neck. Oh, there's barbecue. There's barbecue in there. All right, shout out to you. I mean, you've been busy. <laughs> My man been busy at the junior college. All right, and he likes the Mastodon variety. There was a video I was going to show you of this brother with this Asian woman. It was, I don't know where he was. I think he was in Korea. And this Asian woman was super thick. All right. I mean, thick like, wow. All right. I mean, thick like, ugh. Thick like, all right, if you hit that, your post nut clarity going to hit. And uh, he had her all up on, he had her all up on um on Twitter. And um, he was getting roasted. <laughs> he was getting roasted. I think he pulled the video down because what happened was people was like, people don't do in Asia, where she's from, whatever country she's from. You saw that video? All right. They said, what? I can't show it. They took it down on Twitter. I had it all queued up, ready to go. And then this morning, I was going to show it, and they took it down. But what happened was people was in the comments like, dude, she's the lowest of the low in Asia. Like, she's the low rung. Y'all ninjas out here starving. Hold up. They be out here. Where's my starving? They like. Yeah, that brother's starving. They like, that is the worst woman in Korea where (laughs) it was. Right. It was like, wow, they took it down because they was getting she was getting lambasted and the ninja in there was getting lambasted. But people were like, see, why do brothers like all of these overweight, plump, 600 pound women in Korea, wherever she was from? I would say Korea. Let's just say Korea in Korea. She the low rung, low hanging ass fruit. But he was over there. Look, look at what he got. And she could barely, you know, it was just like. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Uh, anyway, we got our man Sizzo in the building. What you got to say, brother? Yeah, but Coach, she thinks Sizzo says, Coach, I'm sending a new member your way. He's a younger guy who just experienced a huge breakup uh, where he was living with his girlfriend, but found out over the weekend that she cheated. All right, what was she doing? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? That's what he said. And, of course, she cheated with the ninja. She told him not to worry about... <laughs> Any quick advice you can give my boy to heal? 
Oh, my goodness. He already moved out free agent lifestyle for life. Who remembers those days? I mean, you know, it's been a long time since I had one of those standard issue relationship with the standard social construct of what a relationship is. So we'll. Here's what we'll do just really quick. This is this is um this is a tough one. My man has got his heart hurt and it's OK, gentlemen, we can say we've been hurt. We can say we've been hurt, and yes, we can be bitter about it. Do not let them tell you otherwise. But as we know, he's at home tonight. He's at home tonight thinking that uh, this woman has learned her lesson. And you know what he's doing? He's clutching his pillow. He's clutching that pillow. He's looking, letting the moonlight hit his face. And he's thinking, maybe maybe she's waiting for a text message. Maybe, Maybe, in fact, she's learn from her mistakes and she's twiddling his thumb twiddling her thumbs all right she sent the guy she was cheating on with on the road and also she's learning how to make you know tomato basil soup all right or uh grilled cheese all right yep he playing every song reminds him of her every smell all right he's looking in his bed it's empty and then in her bed she getting all right yeah i know it's gonna be painful but let me tell you they taking no breaks neither they taking very little breaks he busted roar he coming back strong too he coming back strong. <laughs> he coming back strong. Second round. Let's go. Ten toes all pointed up to the ceiling. But let this be a lesson to you, ninjas. Getting wore out. Let this be a lesson. You got to learn the hard way. And brothers, it ain't worth. She not worth doing anything dangerous to yourself. Okay. She not worth it. So don't feel bad. What you need to do is just reassess where your life is. Learn from these mistakes. Learn that all of them have dudes like that. Oh, don't worry about him. <laughs> and then make sure you understand that when you go forward in life as a man, you recognize these traps. Okay. You recognize the traps. They all play the same game. They don't got that dude. You guys, women aren't that savvy. You know, they're smart. They're smart in the sense of survival, but they're not that savvy. This is what they all be doing. I know people like not all. All right, mostly y'all. <laughs> all right, come on, man. Just learn your lesson. Do not fall for this shit again. All right, it's going to be, look, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. All right, you learned it. Now you better find another way to live this life, man. But it's going to be painful for about six months. Six months, you're going to be in pain. <laughs> all right, man, it's crazy. We got a brother here, and last one, we got a sponsor already. Sponsor, he says, anonymous, CGA. He says, I wanted, he says, I, I was wait, wanting, waited. He says, I was wanting your episode yesterday when you were talking about depression. I think he meant I was watching it. I was watching your episode when you were talking about depression. I 100% agree. Dating someone who is struggling with depression can be very challenging. They often take a large amount of medications, more than what is typically prescribed. My girlfriend takes almost 15 pills a day. Wow. And he says, which makes her constantly tired and moody. 
She can be happy one day and upset the next. And it seems like anything can set her off. I've also noticed that people who are depressed tend to be extremely self-centered, only thinking about their own needs. This can take a toll on your own mental health over time. As a man, it is easy to question yourself and wonder if you're doing something wrong when dealing with someone who is depressed. However, I recently told my girlfriend that I can no longer go to ter therapy with her because it's bringing me down. I explained that it's time for her to get on board with my program. And if she's not ready to do so, she will be left behind. He says it is important to, oh, it got cut off. My brother got cut off, but it's, a, it's that say no more. Say no more. All right. We got it. We got it. Yes. That's say no more. That's a sponsorship. One of the things I'm going to tell you guys, man, listen, depression. If you have a partner that is depressed, it is not your issue. I will tell you to get the hell out of there. All right. I don't want to belittle people with depression and anxiety and stress or mental health issues. It just ain't your issue. All right. And never make it your issue because more often you're going to take the blame before they make you give you credit for helping them. That's number one. Number two, it's going to drag you down. If you look, therapy's not for everybody. Everybody wants to just send everybody to therapy. It's not for everybody. I don't think everybody needs it. Um, I think most people don't need it. Not only that, if you don't have an issue, why are you up in there? If the other person got the issue, you deal with your own shit. Why am I going there? Because I'm your mate? No, absolutely not. Okay. Also, medication, the prescription medication, the, the what I call the pharmaceutical industry, got these people loopy as hell. And so when we call it over here zooted. And, and, and another philosophy that I have is if I'm sober and the person's on medication, drugs, illegal drugs, prescription drugs, alcohol, or whatever, and they're medicated, that's an imbalance in a relationship, right? That goes, that's going to cause an imbalance because they're zooted and they're not sober and you're sober. And so when they're not, when they're, when they're not sober, they're having sober conversations with you and then blaming you when it goes wrong. So let me tell you something. I've had this mistake in the past. I will never do it again. I will never deal with anybody taking prescribed medication for whatever reason. All right. That's going to be your shit. You forever going to be not associated with me. If you're taking any prescribed medication for any reason, I'm out automatically. It's an automatic out. And unfortunately, people who are lazy bums, they use this as a, a crutch and they'll get on. They rather take prescribed medications than take own res responsibility of their lives. But I'm out on alcohol, drugs and prescribed drugs. I'm out. All right. If you've ever had dep depression or anxiety, I'm out. I'm out. I'm automatically out. That's going to eliminate 50 percent of women but I don't give a damn, all right? That's how important it is. I don't care what you look like, what the titties look like, what the ass looks, I care not. I don't care what your feet look like. You're automatically out, your recreational use only, and even that, I might draw the line. But I'm gonna warn you guys, this whole thing about mental health is going to work against you because all it's gonna do is uh, enable people to be less than, which is gonna put the onus on you if you are a person that thinks you're mentally healthy and stable. All right, it's going to backfire on you. So if you're on prescribed meds, you're out. If you have a history of mental health, you're out. Go enjoy your damn life, but it ain't my problem. Number three, therapy. Nobody that no should be nobody should be dragging people to therapy at all. Look, therapy's a choice. All right, therapy's a choice. Now, if a person says they don't want to go and you intimidate them, you tell them they gotta go, that's abuse. That's crossing the line. And and parents can do this to children and vice versa. This shit is getting out of hand with this mental health bullshit. All right. It's getting out of hand. I'm not on board with it at all. Look, if you loony, if you loony tunes, go check yourself into the hospital. I don't give a damn. Stop bothering everybody else. Mm.
<laughs> stop out there and everybody else with this bullshit. All right, because most of it is BS anyway. All right, most of it is just coping. Most of it is you just want to blame. Most of it is lack of accountability. And if you just so low down in life that you can't recognize the advantage you have here on this planet, all right, you're the top of the top. You're the apex of the species on this planet. Not only that, you were born in America, most of my listeners. Not only that, you're healthy and you were born with able body, with able body. I mean, the, the worse you are is just ugly. I mean, good Lord, <laughs> Jesus. And then people around here, mopey dopey. Would you take your mopey dopey ass away from me, man? All mopey dopey people stay the hell away from me. Stay the hell away from me. Do not come into my life and then blame it on some shit that you can control that I got no over control over. And then not only do I not have a control over it, you want to blame me for not uh, walking on eggshells around you. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. This shit is out of control. It pisses me off. All right. Cause I see way too many people like I, it literally triggers me. I see way too many people using this shit and it's own. It's your own damn fault. <laughs> right. Be triggered over this shit. This shit, dude, this, the stuff people are like, man, you shouldn't say this. No, we need people saying this shit. We need people fighting back about, uh, about this shit. And if you just a mopey dopey ass person, take your mopey dopey ass on somewhere else and go hide in the corner. All right. <laughs> you should look, here's the thing. You should not, you should not be in any relationship. If you got mental health issues. I mean, that should be a, that should be a standard line. That should be standard, but here we go. We want to avoid this. We were like, no, they could be in relationships. No, they're, they're zooted. They're <laughs> We need more people speaking, shooting from the hip with this. This is absolutely goofy. This is goofy. I can't, I, I can't deal with this shit, man. I don't know why, why this society is going this way. No relationships for you until you get your head straight. Oh, by the way, no voting, no driving cars either. All right, you're supposed to be over here on five prescription meds driving a vehicle. And guess what? All of these people, all of these people that say they got something, guess what? They got TikTok. They be doing the stanky leg, crate challenge, partying, fornicating, getting pregnant, knocked up, passing on their bipolar, passing on their borderline depression to kids. All of a sudden, they got time to fornicate, don't they? They got time to do all the partying and drinking and smoking and straight West Coasting. They got time to post pictures on the Internet. They got time. <laughs> Let's take some rights away. Come on. Come on, guys, guys, don't deal with women like do not feel like you got to deal with women like this. This is going to be it's going to work against you anyway. That's my soapbox. <laughs> we got that out of the way. Uh, anyway, now that you know how I really feel, I'm just tired of lazy people. I'm just tired of people using excuses. All right. Um, I'm tired of coddled people, enablers, tired of it. Absolutely tired of it. Now that we got that out of the way, we got some breaking news for you. All right. Now back to the entertainment part of the show. All right, we got breaking news, but we also have a brother in here who done dropped the big fat bag. So we're going to pause on the breaking news and uh, we're going to do this for you right here. We're going to just acknowledge our brother. I'm and the pocket watchers are angry at the moment right now. I mean, dude, you're going to get hit on your YouTube channel by the haters. But uh, let's put it right here. It says, I just got back. From the Thailand Junior College. Hello. 
And he says, I got a call for a casual XX. All right, let's turn the music off. I got a call from a casual XX. She suddenly has a boyfriend. On the speakerphone, I hear a man. It did not go well for her, and she got caught in her lies. She asked me to screenshot our texts, and it was all there. I heard homie crying in the background. Welcome to the Crimson Capsule, my man. My man got caught up. A shout-out to you, man. Hey, we got the... And that's how it goes out here, brothers. Hey, man, it's a hard lesson. Shout out to Danero Tranquillo out there. Had that boy screaming and crying. <laughs> that is a major sponsor. We bad a major, major sponsor right there. I'm rich, and so here it is. All right. Some of you guys, man, between the ages of 20 and 30, you men going to learn, learn. Like, try not to get in too many relationships, serious relationships in your 20 and 30s. Like, practice. Right. I think I got, uh, you know, I was married at 28. All right. 28. So uh, that's at the tail end approaching my 30s. But also I was kind of forward in my career, like I already knew where I was going. I was actually probably at a peak point in my career uh, looking back at it that I was in. So I was doing pretty well at that point. Um, some people at 28 aren't doing as well, well as I was. So there's no need. And you're still trying to figure things out. But uh, men, you're going to learn a lot. All right, women in their 20s and 30s, sorry, in their 20s, they have a significant advantage over you, which they can play against you, which is they have availability of choice and you have limited choice. Then it flips later on, and this we're going to talk about this later, but when you have limited choice and they have a uh, an advantage over you, you tend to be able to be used and manipulated easier. So then guess what? Guess what? Dude in the background learned that she has multiple men serving multiple purposes. Not my girl. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. All right. Wow. Shout out to you. Thank you for that, man. Uh, De Niro Tranquilla. Tranquilla. And he uh, delivered the major sponsorship for today. Thank you very much, brothers. And he sponsored for the people who cannot. All right. But send me your dollar and 99 cent if you can't. All right. Breaking news. We have one Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro of very famous divorce fame. I've covered him quite a bit. Um, his politics, I can't get with. He's a raising, uh, he's a raising anti-Trumper. He's kind of like a orange man batter. All right. And he got caught up with his uh, ex-wife uh, who actually was robbing him blind. He had to go back and work sitcom. But check this out. Robert De Niro out here revealing that he has welcomed his seventh child into the world at age 79 age 79 all right so let's talk about this all right we always talk about men you can you can have children later on in your life you know our sperm is undefeated the wall is undefeated you know we can get better later in life it's later greater all of these things here but this is ridiculous I mean, my man is skeet, skeet, skeeting up the club. I know this ain't no surrogate. All right. My man is skeeting in walls at 79. What are we doing? You're going to be on child support at 79? Mm. Somebody said get a DNA test. Man, look, 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 look. Gentlemen, we, we, you know, the red pill talking points sometimes get out of hand. I can't support something like this, although you're able to do so if you want to pass on the legacy. I just don't want to be on child. This ninja... He just finished getting divorced great to from Kingdom Come. 
All right, he, his ex-wife, let's go ahead and pull up a picture of her. This ninja already talking about losing money. All right, there she is, the ex-wife right there. He already hemorrhaging money, trying to pay this woman off who's got shopping spree on her mind. Look at this woman right here. So he just finished paying her off. Guess what he does? He skeets and shoots up the club on a Ling Ling. Shout out to him. Oh, goodness. Look at his face. <laughs> Ling Ling got that ass. All right. Ling Ling got him. Oh, my goodness. Y'all some weak ninjas when it comes to Ling Ling. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Ling Ling got him. The Filipino nurse got that ass. All right. Filipino nurse got him. Hold up for a second, man. I know how it goes, man. That's going to be me, man. I'm going to tell y'all. My Filipino nurse going to get my ass too. Yep. She going to show up like this. Are you ready for your weekly injection? All right. I'm going to be like, let me, let me stick my key in your ignition, babe. All right. Yep. I'm going to stick my key in that ignition for sure. So I'm going to be a Robert De Niro ass ninja too. Um, did you even get to hit the walls? She might have sperm jacked you and just rubbed it all in herself at the end of it, right? Tried to give you some treatment. All right, let me give you that happy ending. And then you didn't even get your whistle wet. Aye, aye, aye. All right, so gentlemen, I'm not going to endorse this. First of all, Robert De Niro, look at you. Robert De Niro is his name. Andrew Tate's behind him. Is that Andrew Tate? I don't know, man. Somebody do a... That looked like Andrew Tate in the background. He ain't listening. Look at this ninja's face. He got his hand caught in the cookie jar. <laughs> and some young girl, some young girl, how old is this woman? Let me see if I can find out. She got him. All right, let me see here. The 79-year-old rep. Okay, let me see here. He just had a baby, father of six. All right, there she is right there. The actor's girlfriend, Tiffany Chin, had a baby bump last month. All right, I see a little bit of bump there. How old is Tiffany Chin? We're going to have to pull it up. Is she a what? She's a, I don't even know who she is. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if the article says it. They got a whole bunch of pictures here. Tiffany Chin. Somebody look it up. He's 68. He divorced in 2018, and he was getting ran. She's 32. 32 years old. 32. Yeah, she looks like she's in her 30s. She's definitely in her 30s. All right, and so God is ass. Man, boy, these women out here apex predator on your ass wowzers so first of all them young girls do want you <laughs> second of all second of all they are targeting you they will get knocked up yikes man almighty congratulations to her and robert de niro that's another l my man's a walking l yeah 32 is young for him let me see here. She does look, and she's not even that, you know, listen, I'm, I'm not a guy that dates hot chicks. So, like, hot chicks are overrated. I'm going to just let y'all know right now. All right. She is, wait a minute. They say, I got a 64-year-old Tiffany Chin. All right. I got to find the Chif Tiffany Chin, Robert and Daryl's Chip Tiffany Chin. All right. Damn, there's so many Tiffany Chins. That's like uh, Kimberly Smith. All right. So, I'm not going to talk about how not attractive she is. She's decent. She's decent, especially, especially for a 79-year-old man. And, um, you know, hot chicks are overrated. So it's kind of like I, you know, I call women Millie Mouth Muskrats and Master Splinters. But to be honest with you, most of them are that. All right. The, the hot chicks are very few and far between. So, you know, it is what it is. I think she got them. So anyway, that's it for breaking news. Let's get on to some other news. Have you guys experienced this? Uh, tipping. You know, you go to uh, you go to a restaurant. 
a, a fast food joint or you go to a Starbucks or you go to to somewhere where, you know, takeout, you order takeout, you pick up the meal and you pay and that goddamn screen tip shows up. All right. The tip screen shows up and then they ask you for a tip and you're like a tip for what? And then it'll have press the button for 15, 18, 20 percent, 22, 25 percent or cancel. Now you standing there like a jackass, like hell no, cancel. And they know about it. So they're like, oh, you didn't leave me a tip. And you're like, leave you a tip for what? Like, what am I tipping you for? Now, I'm a big tipper. Pause. I don't mind tipping for service. But you didn't provide any service. <laughs> like, you literally did what you were supposed to do, as opposed to providing me service, filling up my drink, coming back and checking on me, putting my napkin in my lap, giving me clean silverware. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't serve me at all. You basically just packed the bag. You just took the bag right there and packed it. Why am I giving you a tip? Now they're saying these grocery storages are putting tips at self-checkout. They're putting the tip screen up at self-freaking-checkouts. Now this shit is out of control. Man, send the bullshit. I don't mind tipping, y'all. I'll tip my server. I'll tip the doorman. I'll tip the person that drove me. Like, I don't mind tipping. Tip the mailman. I, 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 I don't mind tipping. I'll tip the valet. Sometimes I overtip. All right. Um, but this is getting out of control. These things, these corporations, they're using people's, um, uh, they're blackmailing you, emotionally blackmailed, as this article says. Like, come on, man. I just ordered a coffee. Man, do your job. Get the coffee in the cup. Give me the damn thing. Stop asking me for a tip. And why am I tipping at a grocery store? See, here's the thing what they're going to do. What they're doing is there's a new generation of workers, Gen Z, who know nothing. They don't know nothing about nothing. Right. So they get their first job and they stand there at the at the counter. They give you your drink and then you don't tip them and they think you're wrong. Why don't these people tip? <laughs> it's like, ma'am, that's not what you you don't need a tip for this job. And they'll tell you how much. Oh, I earned this much in tips for doing what your job. Now they got the self-checkout AI wants a tip. See, this shit is getting out of hand. My philosophy is this. My philosophy is this. You do not get a tip for doing what you were supposed to do. Now, if you were serving me, you get a tip. Okay, you serve me, but out of, out of respect, I'm like, okay, I don't mind doing it. But do, do not feel obligated to press the tip button for takeout. Do not feel obligated to press the button for self-checkout. It is emotional blackmail. And unfortunately, People have a guilty conscience when this screen pops up and are like, oh, what are people going to think about me? It's a damn computer. And first of all, what are they going to do? Spit in your coffee? <laughs> this is crazy. This is, yeah, tip for happy endings too, right? I never tipped a junior college. All right. She's doing what she was supposed to do. All right. But anyway, man, this is crazy. This is unbelievable, man, that these companies are doing this. This is out of greed. And number, I, I'm often... Um, probably um, I actually believe that sometimes they don't even give these tips to the servers, right? They don't give these tips to the servers properly. I know, believe Uber or Lyft or one of, one of these companies, when you tip the driver, they might not even give them the tip. All right. And that's just probably an assumption. Don't quote me on it. All right. Let's go on to this one right here. We got Snoop Doggy Dog confirming what CGA has been talking about that a lot of these recording artists and actors and also writers for Hollywood, they're not getting paid for their services. 
And I know people be talking about YouTubers. Why is this uh, all frozen up? All right, I'm trying to get the thing to play and it won't play. But as you guys know, the screen, uh, the screenwriters in Hollywood, they're on strike because they're saying these streaming services are not paying them. And people will also say YouTubers are out here. Uh, you know, these recording artists make money, more money than YouTubers. Not so much. So let's go to Snoop Doggy Dog and see what he has to say about can now, like no other company. Um, just seeing exactly the pie chart of, of, of streaming in the United States. Exciting, but streaming got to get get their shit together. Because I don't understand how the fuck you get paid off of that shit. <laughs> like, I mean, can somebody explain to me how you can get a billion streams and not get a million dollars? Like, that shit don't make sense to me. Like, I don't know who the fuck running the streaming industry, if you in here or not. <laughs> But, nigga, you need to give us some information on how the fuck to track this money down. Now, see, here's the thing. YouTube has figured it out. All right. YouTube is one of the only streaming services that has figured out how to reward their streamers and such Twitch, Rumble. And a lot of people figured it out. But you know who hasn't? Uh, Hollywood. They have not figured it out. The recording industry has not figured it out. And uh, some of these guys, they ain't making as much money as they would perceive they would make. That's why you see celebrities. Actors, even actors aren't making what many YouTubers are making, right? Except for me, I'm broke. All right, so um, they're wondering, this is why they're coming over to this side of the industry because there is a very, uh, very defined line as to how much these platforms are going to pay you on Rumble, YouTube, and all of that stuff, Twitch. Everybody has it figured out. Hollywood, not so much. So now you're seeing actors wanting to encroach onto this field but the thing is once they do that they might get excommunicated from hollywood and they want to have both feet and over here all right they want to have both feet they want to have feet in hollywood and over here because celebrity means more to them they got their blue check marks ripped off and they was all pissed off all right so they like being celebrities and they can't really uh compete with us over here because we can outwork them all right they, they typically are lazy workers these entertainers they tend to be these celebrities so they think they can do a week, uh, a day, a couple of couple of days of a podcast and be done. Well, that's not going to cut it. All right. Snoop also has this to say. Because one plus one ain't adding up to two. That shit don't add up. And I have to say it because that's the main gripe with a lot of us artists is that we do major numbers with streams and this shit, but it don't add up to the money. Like, what the fuck is the money? When I first came out, my records would sell based off of physical. If you sold a million copies, that means it. $9.99, $9 million, you get this percentage, that's what it is. So if I sell how many streams, how much money do I get? It's not being translated and, and it's not working for the artist right now. And I just now, now, let's go ahead and skip ahead because this woman here is going to talk about the other, cons I think this is a woman, I, let's call them they, them, this person right here. They, them is now going to talk about AI writing scripts and producing music. So now it's really going to get messed up. All right, here we go. Well, another thing these writers are, are striking about is AI hmm. and the use of AI uh, by the studios to write scripts, let's hmm. say. Yeah. And you mentioned Drake and The Weeknd. Mm -hmm. We recently saw, you know, an AI version of a collaboration between those two. Of course, Snoop, dying to know your thoughts on this. Um, well, I got a motherfucking AI right now that they didn't made for me. This nigga could talk to me. I'm like, <laughs> like, man, this nigga can hold a real conversation. 
<laughs> like for real, for real, like it's it's blowing my mind because I watched movies on this as a kid years ago when I used to see this shit, and I'm like, what is going on? Then I heard the dude that the old dude that created AI is talking about this is not safe because the AI's got their own minds and these motherfuckers gonna start doing their own shit. I'm like, is we in a fucking movie right now? Or what? Now, what that is, Snoop Doggy Dog. I'm going to tell you what that is. That's a red pill moment. New, 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 new world. My man got a red pill awakening, right? Everybody's getting one because the truth is hitting y'all in the face. We're in the face. I used to watch movie. You're getting, yep, wake up, put the weed down. Shit is getting real. All right. And when I've been, I've been talking about this for quite a, a few years and everybody thinks I'm crazy. All right. But now everybody getting their wake up call. All right. Everybody getting a red pill. And now you're seeing what it is. You're being replaced. You have people who are overzealous waiting to put out this technology. And yes, you're going to get bumped. The things that you actually got rewarded for doing in your creativity is easily replaced and duplicated via AI, script writers, AI. You can't replace CGA. All right. That's going to be difficult. I mean, you can, but it's going to be difficult. All right. But the uh, people who write scripts, I can do it. I can go on chat GPT and write a movie script right now. Not only that, they can create video games. They can code. They can do everything almost better than human beings. So get ready for it. We are here. We are here. And your butt got woken up. Pause. All right. AI coach. That would be interesting. All right. I'm sure somebody will come up with it. So if they do, I'm going to be vigilant about calling it out. All right. So let me check up on something real quick. Uh, yeah, we got modern man says, here goes your 199 coach. Keep on grinding. Thank you, brother, for giving where the others could not. I appreciate you, modern man, modern man. All right. The AI manosphere. Shout out to my man, Black Panther AJ. Thank you for the information, sir. All right. Are you ready? Y'all brothers better get ready for this world out here. Y'all ready for this? We got Miguel money, Mac money. He says women keep tabs like their diary at younger ages. Women be keeping tabs, man. Your girlfriend keeps tabs on you. And the reason why they do this is to be able to have security on their way out of the relationship, right? But she's also looking at you and loving you. Don't you trust me? Don't you love me? Right? And you, I do. And then you ask for protection. I just want to protect myself. Here's a non-disclosure agreement. Here is a prenuptial agreement. And this is my family trust that you cannot touch. Well, what do you mean? We don't need all of that. We don't need any of that because we trust each other. We love each other. Relationships are about lust, love and trust. And then you can ask her, well, why are you keeping receipts on me? Why are you keeping all kind of intel and screenshots of text messages? Why are you keeping notes in your phone? Don't you trust? Don't you trust that our love is going to last forever? Right? Now, they like, now nah, I need this for my own personal protection. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Okay, all right. We got our man. We're going to call you G. Harris. He says, if I tip $3 at self-checkout, when I scan and bag my own groceries, does that mean I get $3 off the bill? That's actually a good question. Okay, that's actually a great question. Like, I'm tipping myself <laughs> at this point. Macaroni Toadie, dude, I'm in tears. Just a few weeks ago, you were talking about them old swimmers trying to find the eggs. Now, today, we got Robert De Niro out there, them old swimmers out there. All right. Old dude, you know, old sperm be out there still viable. All right. Still viable. Men are out here still can be out here creating kids. Yes. Creating kids. All right. Men create kids. We have the seed of life. We have the seed of life within us. We have the 
is it the spark? We have the spark of life. And John, we got our man right here. Hold on for a second. We got a co-sponsorship. My man had to finish his thought. He says, I learned the hard way. So it's important for you to finish. It will uh, help our men. He says, um, it's important to understand that if you're not mentally prepared to handle a relationship with someone who is struggling with depression, it's best to avoid it altogether. In my case, I learned the hard way after having a child with my girlfriend. He says, I had to be firm and tell her that her problems are not my problems. Well, good luck with that. For example, she recently texted me expressing her being upset that my mother is visiting on Mother's Day. Despite it being scheduled for two months, I've been haven't I warned you guys of that one. It is important to set boundaries and prioritize your own mental health in these situations. So this was the guy that was talking about the mental health of his girlfriend. Um, guys, I told you about that. I showed you a I showed you a good little um, uh, video about that of a man who had a golf trip planned. It was on the calendar, and then of course it's the weekend, and then the woman gets to screaming, crying, and kicking. Okay, and he's like, it was planned. For several months and now here it is and now you're doing the screaming crying kicking guys all right this is why i can't i can't deal with these i can't deal with immature people like that but um typically this is just emotional terrorism they're just unhappy people and they want to take that misery loves com company all right we got our band we're gonna call you the on track man he says i was worried about you because you are pushing pushing and pushing pushing so hard every day he says we want you around but please take a day off occasionally this is coming from another high value brother shout out to you yeah man i'm, I'm pushing through i'm trying to figure i'm not trying to figure out i kind of have some goals for this year but yeah i i am pushing hard all right actually considered this year not even doing the second streams um and enjoying my life but uh i also know idle time is the devil's time i also know i probably would fill that void with some debaucherous activity i would have 10 toes up like it would be sad it would be savage <laughs> now i gotta grind man i gotta keep it going i'm gonna keep it going all right and if not you'll have my catalog you'll at least have my catalog <laughs> all right all right anyway all right uh anyway i'm just messing around hey we got no government name says what is your advice for when she validated that you were not her first choice <laughs> all right hey check this out uh most men are not their woman's first choice. I think Chris Rock actually proved that in one of his standups, right? You're, you know, I think most people have to understand, I think with, when it comes to women and they're choosing you, they settle, they settle for you. It's very rare that the woman gets the man that she wants, right? So she tries for years. And uh, if we can take our ego out of, this is difficult. This is just a big if. If we can take our ego away from, uh, attachment to women this actually could work in your advantage for me i've done this my ego is not inflated as to how women deal with me or whether they accept or reject me now this can come with age experience wisdom this can also come with um experience with many women in the bed and so forth and so on so um it, it doesn't come necessarily from pain and hurt it it mostly comes from experience and dealing with them like they can come and go I, I'm very much not impressed with the majority of women and what they offer and what they say they offer. Well, I could do this and I could do that. Well, most of it is selling wolf tickets. Most of it is just talk. They can't do much. All right. Most of it is they 
you got to invest in them heavily and then they cannot invest in you and you can be disappointed and they can just simply walk away, rinse and repeat. So what I'm telling you is this, what I'm telling you is this sometimes, not sometimes all the time, you're not your woman's first choice at all, at all. They settled for you. They, they level, they, they level down. Um, they're kind of looking for other options. They're shopping themselves. They're waiting the monkey branch. Hypergamy is always in play, if you will, if you want to get a little bit technical. And uh, you can lose your girl just like that. Guys, we've seen top-tier men, top-tier men lose they bitch right there overnight, right? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. We've seen top-tier ninjas lose they girl. Not only do they lose they girl, they lose they girl to not men that are even comparable to him in many instances. So I've left, I've left my ego. I've checked my ego at the door when it comes to how women feel about me, because I also realize there's not much reward in it other than the validation from other people, right? Other people will say, that's your girl. Oh, you're a lucky man. I mean, <laughs> right. You're lucky for the moment, but no. Don't don't have your don't have your ego wrapped up into it. And that's something you'll grow into. And also you'll grow into it when you realize you have way more leverage than them being an ugly ass dude. Now, if you a goofy dude and you say things like women are out of another man's league, I mean, that is basically the most some of the most subservient bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Now, I used to think that when I was young, man, damn, she out of my league. I would never talk to her. Now, when I got to this position, there ain't many women that are out of my league at all. I, I just don't believe it. I know people think this is bullshit, and I ain't bullshitting, all right? They're not out of my league. They're just out of my price range. Okay, They're out of my price range. Now, some women will be like, well, I'm out of your league and your price range. Okay. That, But that's very few women. Very few women are in a position to call that. And there's some women that are like, I just can't never see myself. Okay. All right, I don't lose. So that wasn't out of my league. She just don't have any chemistry, compatibility. She has no sexual interest or desire. That doesn't mean she's out of your league. She's just not interested in you. That doesn't mean she was out of your league. She was like, I just see nothing interesting about you. That's okay. That's okay. Y'all not going to have every woman. All right. But you guys, here, here's another thing on this one. Now that we're talking about it, this show is going to be eight hours. Another thing you guys going to have to accept. You're going to have to accept is this. You guys can't have every every woman, right? So if a woman is not interested in you, that's not a that's not a referendum on who you are as a person. She just hasn't found you interesting enough. And thus, that doesn't mean anything about you. She turned you down. That's that's the end of it. But it doesn't reflect you. It kind of reflects who she is. But you, on the other hand, will find 90% of women interested. And then if that person's not interested in you, you guys feel a certain way. Man, keep that shit stepping. Keep it moving. All right. Keep it moving with this shit. There's too many women out here. They they are the one that are in abundance. Men, on the other hand, are not in abundance. Statistically, not in abundance. Then when you trickle down the men of value, I'm going to show you later. Women are hunting for high value men. And I coined the phrase high value target. Now, I'm not saying this whole we're the prize and they're not. But what I'm saying is. We're not in abundance. Then when you measure the men who actually are, let's just say physically attractive, not in abundance. First of all, most men are not even physically attractive. Pause. 
most men are not even close to being physically attractive. All right. I don't even the hot, the, what they call the hottest top looking guy. I mean, he's few. I mean, that dude got to be damn near a perfect specimen. And even then women will turn that guy down. All right. So that's, that's that. Number two, when you talk about value, value proposition, very few, there's very few men that are valuable for a value proposition in return to, to women. That's why there's always been polygamy and, and, and uh, polygyny. That's why that's always been that. Why? Because there's only a few top tier men and women target those guys. Women are in abundance statistically and in between their value proposition, 80% of women have procreated. So they aren't doing anything unique. Men will sleep with any goddamn woman, any. <laughs> All they need is to have a wet piece of and wet my wet his whistle. He dip, dip, diving and so socializing. They're in abundance. I don't understand out of your league thing. That is some of some of the most simp beta talk I ever heard in my life. And it comes from low ended thinking men that a woman could be possibly out of your league. Now, the reason why she's out of your league is because you out of your damn economic ladder. You out of your economic, <laughs> you broke ninja. You are brokey as Andrew Tate. That's the only reason why you will look at it that way. But if you ever get $2 to your name, $2, you will find, let's say $2,000. If you add 2000 extra dollars, you can get a top-notch broad, toes up to the sky, just like that. Just like that. And you don't get you don't have to get all of them because women are like, not me. You don't need to get all of them. All you need to get is a couple and you'll realize. <laughs> you'll realize it overnight. You'll be like, damn. I used to go to bars and nightclubs. I used to think that one was out of my league. Nope. Not at all. But it's it's difficult for most men to even see it this way because you are. Oh, well, that's tricking. That's cheating. It ain't cheating because they all looking for a dollar. They all looking for something. The girl that's out of your league been had for less than 600 bucks, <laughs> right? Mm. Less than. And some Jimmy Choo shoes, I mean, in a handbag. Come on, man. They are in abundance. You don't need an abundance mindset. Just walk outside, ninja. All right, just walk outside. Anyway, let's get back to the show, man. I know this is difficult. You got to get there first. You got to get there first. All right. Anyway, and in between, let me give you this one more point. They're in abundance in between what they can offer. How much, how much, let me just ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. How much, how much different can one woman offer compared to the next? I want you to think about this. Okay. Now, Compared to one man to the next, one man can change a basic woman's life. I can come into a woman's life right now. I don't even have a job. I don't even make money. I can come into a woman's life right now and change her life, the entire trajectory of her life. I not only can change her life, I can change her family's life overnight. Overnight, I can change her life for the better. Now, let's talk about the average woman. Let's talk about any woman out here. Just go outside. You're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You walk outside. You go to Tuscaloosa. You pick, you got 10 women to pick from. How much different is your life going to be affected for the positive 
if you pick this one or that one. You can get with this or you can get with that. Like if you pick this chick versus this chick, how much better your life going to be? <laughs> right? I'm just telling you, look, how much better? How Like overnight, how much better can she make your life? Hmm? Hmm? I'm, I'm just asking. Now, she could change it for the worse overnight. You skied in the club, whatever you do. She could change it for the worse in a, in a jiffy. But how fast can she change her life compared to you? If you're a high value man, how much can you change her life for the better overnight? They, they can't do much difference. There's not much difference between this one and this one. Only is looks, right? This one looks better than that one. But this one is probably crazier than that one. So you can go down a looks category. You can go down looks to get one that is slightly mentally stable. But in terms of changing your life for the better, hell no. Who's the value proposition is with you, but you got to be in a but you have to have an abundance mindset. You got to understand that they are in abundance and you can change their life for the better and for the worse faster than they can change your life for the better and certainly for the worse. Anyway, <laughs> there's only a slight difference between all of them. Of course, she's not like those other chicks and I'm not belittling them. I'm just putting the I'm just put I'm just putting in perspective for young men. So the difference can be you bring a lot of value. And you underestimate it. And so you give away your commitment frivolously. And then you're wondering why. And this woman's, your friend's looking at you like you did all of that for that bitch. Right? Crazy. Anyway, anyway. Let's get to this right here. Stra oh, we got Straggling Sniggle Theater. We're barely here, but we're going to keep the show going. We're going to get your motor running. Where's my intro for Straggling Sniggle? Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggling Sniggle Theater with the new intro. Let's get to it. What do we got here for Straggling Sniggle Theater? We're going to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, man. Wait, we were in Memphis yesterday with that country chick. Now we're in Tuscaloosa. It looks like this person says, This is why you don't date in Tuscaloosa. Let's take you to the film. You don't date women in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> yeah, look at this shit, y'all. What the fuck? All right. And so, oh man. This my man having a bad day. So in Tuscaloosa, apparently you take a RAV4 or a forerunner. To your Nissan Altima, and she don't give a damn. Property damage is their middle name because uh, they'll never pay for it anyway. They only got two hundred bucks. Uh, you gonna end up paying for it, or the government, or the court. And uh, obviously, he did something. It is his fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Now, this is assault with a deadly weapon. This is property damage. These are all kind of charges that could get you ten to fifteen years. But they're doing it because they're upset. Ladies, I'm just going to tell you. And if you have daughters, uh, I do provide value to women here. This is not an excuse because you got your little heart hurt or your little got pissed off or you found out he cheated on you. This is not an excuse to take it out on people's property or try to homicide somebody. All right. Same thing for you men. All right. So you got a little heartbreak. Deal with it like a big girl. Put your big girl pants on and stop trying to assault people, pushing dudes in the middle of the street and property damaging this is definitely reprehensible and these people need to be punished to the full extent of the law when they do this 
trust me, these people would need to be prosecuted, prosecuted for doing things like this because people get away with it. They think, oh, she's pissed. She can she can throw bricks through windows. No, this is terrible. All right. Just deal with it like a big girl. Put your big girl panties on and then go out there and deal with it. All right. Who else we got here? Oh, we got a woman that says, uh, let's take you to the in a minute. Remember, we showed you the video of the woman who already almost lost the life of her child as her stroller rolled in the middle of the intersection somewhere near Riverside in, in um, Apple Valley. Well, that woman could not jog and it was somewhat pathetic. And this is an encouragement for you guys to get into shape. And uh, this woman right here pictured on the screen. This is her uh, home security camera, her ring or her home security surveillance. She said. And she got completely motivated. I'm going to go jogging. We've all been there. We're going to start our workout plan. And there she is on the screen there. She's going to go jogging. Let's see how it turns out. Oh, God. I am so fucking done. Just drive over me, world. I just fell. Yeah. Yeah. Fell. No. Just done. I just tripped because I'm running and I'm fat. <laughs> <You're not. laughs> okay. Just run me out of the world. <laughs> yeah, man. And of course, she needs a simp enforcer, simp wolf whistle to the rescue. He's sitting there like, oh, here. She's falling and she can't get up. And uh, it's going to take a man to pick all of that stuff up. But, of course, we promote obesity in our world today. So uh, she even knows she's pathetic. She even knows that she shouldn't be doing this or she should have started this long time ago. But, uh oh, boy, man, she went down like a ton of bricks. Let's review it, man. Falling is no joke, by the way. When you get over the age of 50, falling could be the difference between life and death. And the reason why is because if you break something, um, it's going to basically like you're going to age rapidly. Uh, one thing to be careful about, if you fall over the age of 50 and you hurt something, you break a leg. All right. You rupture, you rupture a femoral artery or something like that. You're going to, you're going to age like you're going to age like 10 years in two minutes. <laughs> okay. Like this could be crazy. This is why when old people fall and break their hip, it's a rap ski. It's a rap. All right. And uh, the, the, as they say, when if you're in a fight, the hardest hit that you're going to take if you get hit is not from the person, it's from the pavement. So if you fall on the concrete, oh, my God, you're falling on pavement, rap. All right, and so let's take a look at this fall and rate it because we rated the other woman's fall. She tripped on the crack. Uh, she was motivated. I think she has hand weights in her hand because I'm sure she hasn't jogged yet she thought maybe i can carry some hand weights and there she is right there she's already off balance by the way the way we walk anatomically being bipedal species of human beings homo sapiens if you will we basically fall forward when we walk all right and when we run we fall forward rapidly actually backwards running is actually so uh significantly different than forward running is actually completely different motor skills so you're actually falling forward. You're just catching yourself if you can walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. But let me go and check here. She's all off balance here. All right. She can't catch herself doing something very simple, but it happens to all of us. And there is the feet up again. All right. There's the feet up again. There is the basically she's in the diving position now. And uh, I don't think she's going to break her fall. All right. And so, wham, look at that. 
man, this is important. You, you're talking about a guy here. I have professional experience talking to a professional here. All right, you must make sure you do not um, underestimate your ability to protect yourself doing something simple like this, right? This should be stuff that you work on, stuff that you actually work, roll, roll into your shit, having a strong core, roll, do that shoulder roll. This is why athletics and physical education is important. This woman's face planted again. We got another face plant. We have a, a face plant from a simple fall. Like, my gosh. I mean, this is this, man. We got to get better than this. I mean, I know she might have something in her hand. Look at where we're going here. I don't know what else is this falling out of her hand here. All right, she's got too much stuff going on for a jog. Here we go. A face plant. My goodness, she tried to roll into it, and she bounced off that ground. Look at that rear end. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Look at that thing bounce. Woo! And Carl Jr. star. Husband knows that position. By the way, marital sex looks just like that. All right, this is the woman that you married, and you have her soul. All right, and so she's assumed her position of submission go ahead honey finish up just don't get any on the sheets i just put new sheets on and can you hurry it up i gotta go ahead and catch real housewives of orange county all right or atlanta or washington dc hurry up get your strokes in and get out of here mm. all right there's the starfish carl's jr star position all right so man you guys gotta take care of your health men and women take care of your health um do not take your health for granted this is why i don't understand depression you should be outside learning how to motor use your motor skills you know what i mean i hate jogging man i hate jogging i ran track but i cannot stand jogging all right jogging to me is just the worst just go walk ninja go walk go up and down walk up the hills all right but you guys got to stop underestimating uh stop underappreciating your your physical being you're born in good health and we actually sabotage our bodies doing this shit and then when simple shit comes in y'all can't handle it all right straggle and sniggle we do have one more um, what is going on here? This is not a video, but I don't know if this headline is true. What is this? All right. This is allegedly Angelina Jolie. Somebody's reporting Angelina Jolie saying she had the best sex ever with Denzel Washington. Here's the problem. First of all, I told you that, you know, after all you've done in your life, this is one thing that you have to understand. Uh, you know, after all the accolades, all the awards, all the uh, appearances, all the money you made, it always still boils down to what this woman did with what she had between her legs. We've seen women doing this. We've seen um, uh, Jane. What is it? Foss, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. We've seen a woman calling out Marvin Gaye. They did. All right. All them talking about is what they got between their legs. All right. That's all that seems to matter. Why is this mattering? First of all, second of all, I thought Denzel Washington was married. I have to do some basic math. I'm not trying to get my ninja in trouble. Maybe he has an open marriage. Maybe his wife don't give a damn. But just doing the math, the math ain't mathing. All right, the math ain't mathing. When did Denzel hit these skins? All right, there's going to be some trouble here with the math. And I don't even know if she came up with this as if this is some sort of gossip headline. All right, but what, what is this going on here? This is some more straggle-daggle. <laughs> Right. This is some more straggle daggle shit. Now, if men you, you rarely see men coming out talking about like celebrity men, you rarely see men with the ability to come out and say who they fornicated with. OK, men normally want to keep that under wraps. In fact, they'll pay to keep that under wraps. This is why also sex ain't free. 
This is why you pay. All right, you pay for discretion and to get the woman to leave. But women, on the other hand, since they don't pay, all right, they can come out here and talk about how many and throw you smooth under the bus. Smooth under the bus, even though he, he probably didn't even hit them skins. He probably didn't even hit them skins. All right, so why is she throwing Denzel under the bus? To cause problems. That's what they, troublemakers. Troublemakers, absolute troublemakers. So how to deal with these human beings? How to deal with them? Follow CGA. All right, let me get to the Super Chats and that Straggle and Sniggle Theater for today. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, man. Uh, Angelina Jolie, all right. I don't know what to say about that. Do y'all believe her? You should put up a poll. All right, Denzel probably smashed it. I mean, why not? Denzel's highly respected in the industry. There's several men that are highly respected, and Denzel's one of them. Uh, I think another one is, um, um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's another highly respected man. We got Daylay says, Coach, let me give these ninjas a wake up call because I don't think people realize how bad it is and the numbers don't lie. 76%, according to the statistics of fathers with at least one child in America, are on child support. Huh? He's wait, 76%. According to statistics of fathers with at least one child in America, are on child support. He says there are 277 divorces an hour, which means there are 6,647 6, divorces a day, which makes that 2.4 million divorces a year. This is not including people who are married but separated. 79% of divorces are enabled by women, brought forth to the court. And 8% of divorces were done by men because the woman left but did not divorce. Wow, most of these divorces went uh, were for financial reasons, and indifference, but it's it is all Jermaine It's always Jermaine. Anybody Fox. can do this. You can you can dispute this data with facts. All right, shout out to Shot X. Coach, add Delilah's diary to the vocabulary. XX's record everything in her mental diary to bring you down as a man. All right. And so people will look at it as bringing you down. So people will say to protect themselves. But this keeping score, somebody even said in the comments, well, this is to prevent ab abuse. All right. But if only one person's keeping the score, is that fair? I'm I'm one that tells you guys that women abuse men way greater than men abuse women. It's just not reported. And women are going to say no. But when we get the sexual assault, they're going to be like, yeah, they're mostly unreported. They're going to they're going to switch. Right. It's going to work in, in their favor to say, well, they're mostly unreported. Same thing with abuse from men. Men take abuse from women and we call it. The defense of it is we say uh, she's shit testing you. Okay. We call shit testing, shit testing. But that's abuse. It's gaslighting, manipulation, and all of that. Right. We also say things like hold a masculine frame, be in your masculine frame. What does that, what does that mean? That means she's doing something, she's testing the limits. She's she's uh, testing you. She, she's doing something to make you stand your ground. Why would you do that? Why, why would you do that? Why would you hold masculine frame? Because the other person's trying to encroach, abuse, uh, abuse you, manipulate you, uh, step out of their role. They're trying to do something to test you. That's called abuse. I'm, I want people to think of it this way. And that's going to sway your opinion on how to treat women. Because what happens is, and people don't do this on my show. 
People come to other guys and be like, what happens if your girl does this? What happens if your girl does that? And I say, just change the, change the question like this. What happens when I experience abuse from women? Mm. <laughs> right? What happens when your girl wants to go out on a date with her ex-boyfriend? Okay, just phrase it. What happens when your girl's manipulating and abusing you and crossing the line and stepping over boundaries? But see, if I say women, and this is typically of men, if if a man says women abuse me, they're going to put you in a weak category. Oh, well, you weak. You can't handle me. I need a strong man that can handle me. A, a woman that says I need a strong man that can handle me is an abuser. On, fa on face value, she's an abuser. We need to change these things that we deal with in here and put it in this category and challenge the people back and say, how is that not abuse if I got to handle you? <laughs> That's called abuse. And see what they say. Because I don't need to handle a human being. I handle animals. <laughs> Somebody said Patrice O'Dell said this in 2006. For real. We need to start calling shit what it is because they use it against you. And of course, how liberals work when you use it back on them, it don't work the same. Nah, that ain't the same. Okay. But it is abuse. So men, stop taking abuse. You don't need to. All for a little bit of a puss. That's why uh, women are in abundance. So Tiger Woods is taking abuse from his girl right now. And she's abused. Oh, by the way, they also abuse the legal system as well. And so this man highlighted that. If 70 to 80% of these divorces, sometimes 90%, are initiated by women, isn't that an abuse of the illegal system of the legal system? That's straight up abuse of the legal system. I mean, there should be some balance there. There's no balance. So they're running to these people for some odd reason. And they're using this system to punish, slap your hand, put you in line, make you pay money. This is straight up abuse. We need to start calling it what it is. And no, this is not us complaining this is us calling it as it is so yeah all right martin says cgi found some more pocket change here you go thank you brother thank you man ronya says ibm replacing 7800 yobs with ai and y'all better get ready new 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 world order y'all better get ready by the way tiger woods wife is uh girlfriend is saying that um sex she's saying She's saying her lease agreement with Tiger Woods, and I covered this last night. Her lease agreement with Tiger Woods is sexual harassment because having sex was predicated on her living there. Yeah. This was his living girlfriend. And now, since she's, since she's cut off sex and they broke up and he, and he kicked her out, She's saying it's sexual harassment because their lease required her to have sex, and that's illegal. <laughs> Are y'all ready? Y'all not ready, man. Y'all not ready for this world. Y'all ready for this? Y'all not ready, man, because look, when I call this shit out, y'all want they want to be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. Y'all don't want giving me that. Y'all giving me the am y'all give me the ammunition for this shit. So you have a living girlfriend who's now because she broke up, got kicked out illegally which I support her side illegally of getting kicked out. She got illegally evicted. That's the only thing I support her on. Now on this side, on this side, now it's sexual harassment because she had to, she got kicked out. She stopped. She cut off the sex bigot and you kicked her out. Now it's sexual harassment. And not only that, she's claiming she was sexually harassed 
prior to the relationship. She got into the relationship and stayed for five years. Then she said, well, I was an employee of his job and we met and he was the he was the boss and I was the worker. So he sexually harassed me to get into the relationship. Y'all ninjas. Mm. And so when I tell men to stand up against abuse. <laughs> man, these people are Looney Tunes. Shout out to the Working Man podcast. He says, all right, coach, watch out when you uh, come to my state of Alabama. He says, we're going to put an APB out for that 9-11 coach. All right, salute. All right, now I can't go to Alabama. Tuscaloosa now on the list, added to the list. We got our man with a co-sponsorship. This is from Maryland free agent Ombre in the building. He says, hey, coach, in regard to XXs and their value, I helped one to better her monetary situation, and she made it worse. And then when I noticed the behavior, I stepped back and she lost it. And yelled at me in all sort of shaming tactics. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Uh, so, yeah, basically, you helped her situation. And, um, you know, she spent a little bit of the money. And she said, I don't want it. And then you backed up. Oh, and it's now your fault. We need to start, we need to start treating these people as the adults that they, the best treatment you can give uh, people is treat them like the adults they ask to be treated like. All right. Deshaun Rose, a couple more thanks for making my morning, Coach. You always on point. Shout out to everybody at the Yob listening to me sniggling. All right, we got our man Miguel Money. He says, aftercare, they leave so happy with ramen and Cokes. Shout out to you. Shout out to aftercare, guys. Aftercare is so important. The good old days where you could just kick a girl in the booty and call her a, all kind of names for giving you a couple pieces of peace leave is over. All right. Mike Tyson could have walked that girl down in Indianapolis and got her a taxi cab, and he would be the heavyweight champion of the world probably still right now. <laughs> oh, no, he already lost the belt. He would have probably won it back. You guys know that's the difference between a, a, a good encounter and grape. All right? Mike Tyson did not want to give her a cab and walk her down to the hotel lobby, and his ass served jail time. Tiger Woods did not want to give a bitch a couple of hundred bucks that because she was late on her phone bill. And he said, <laughs> let's go, Reverend X. Tiger Woods, this is all alleged. Reverend Tiger Woods said, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah. And Tiger Woods then lost everything. All right. From that one girl that needed a couple hundred bucks. And people are going to say, well, that's ex that's extortion. It's only extortion because you sexually you sexualize the woman. Guys, all men pay. See, it's not extortion. He has sex with her. Now, people are going to be like, well, sex is a mutual exchange. Y'all need to wake up. I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit. You men know it's not. And she had an orgasm and she had she enjoyed it. Guys, stop with the bullshit. Nobody looks at it like that. Well, she got the ride on this. She should be have a pleasure to understand she rode on my. Okay, keep keep acting like that. You're going to find your ass messed up. All ninjas going to pay, regardless if you pay up front or on the back end. Sex is kind of a mutual exchange, but she can also remove consent. Now, I'm going to ask you, can you remove consent? Can you remove consent? It's not the same. It is not the same. You can't, you can't bust no nuts 
wake up in the morning and go to the police and say, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Hey, uh, I was drunk. I was wasted. I piped her down viciously. I skied it down the back of her gullet. You know what? Your honor, police, arrest this woman. I don't want to do it no more. So it's not going to be the same. You can try to always understand. <laughs> all right. You can try to make it the same all day long. You just messing with other dudes' heads. Aftercare is super important. Aftercare these broads. Aftercare them. Sell them a dream. Walk them to the car. Take an Uber. Order the Uber on your own phone. Protect yourself. Make sure she got to the crib. Drop her off at her crib. Stop being this, oh, man, get out, bitch, and take, take your purse with you. Gotta, you're asking for it. Then just y'all go ask for it. For some reason, women's heads work different. All right. Women could have been out here doing some of the most debaucherous activity known to man on that night. She could have, you could have recorded. We're going to get to this when we get to the Matariza. Okay. You think I'm lying and making this up. She could have done the nastiest stuff. When she go home and open up her apartment door and that cold ass, that cold ass kitchen floor hit her. Okay, and it's quiet. All her do her dog done shit it on the carpet. She full of regret. She hoping that nobody finds out about this shit. She walked right up in the crib, sitting there, listening to nothing but quiet air. And she gonna get the thinking. Now she's out of that lustful spirit uh, that we call the Jezebel spirit or the spirit of Lilith. She gonna sit there. And she can come up with whatever she wants to come up in her head. There's no control in the then ninjas. And if there was one inch or ounce of disrespect that she did not ask for, remember that she did not ask for, your ass could get hemmed up. All it takes is for one person, all it takes for her to recount one situation. Now, wait a minute. I liked when he was doing that. But when he did that, I really didn't ask for that. I kind of liked it, but I didn't say nothing. Or if she's broke or if she thinks she can get a dollar from you, it don't matter, guys. You guys got to protect yourself. The dog looking at her like, again, you bitch. All right. You was out there getting throttled again. You bitch. You bitch. And it could turn on ahead. Now, some of you guys will never deal with this. Many of you guys that have qualities of what they call high value, you're going to deal with this shit. For real. Shout out to my man Juan says, to be honest, another man can change most men's lives. Another man could change another most men's lives. And that's true too. Getting back to the show. All right. So be careful out here. If you are recognizable, a figure, uh, a CEO, higher status at your company, you are vulnerable to this. Here we go. Age ain't nothing but a number. All right. So let's go to this one, man. I got a lot of info for y'all. And uh, here we go right here. Let's see who we're going to start off on. All right. Let's start off with this woman right here. So this woman's going to say she's had some experience with older men. As I've been warning you, most all women have experience with older men. All right. In fact, this has started since middle school. Okay. Either slightly older or they'll, you know, once they get of legal age or even sometimes not legal age, they'll, because we're going to prove this in a minute when we get to Matt or Reza, women will experience much older men. And then all of a sudden, when they get that same age, they will come down on all men who go after younger women because their experiences weren't that rewarding. 
Although for the man, it was very rewarding. So this woman's going to talk about how older men are predatory or manipulating younger women. All right, so here we go right here. Let's let her speak it. If a guy in his 40s, 50s is trying to talk to me, I already know what's going on. I already know what's going on. Women your age don't fucking like you because something is wrong with yep, you. Yep. And because the women your age group don't fuck with you, you got to go You got to go younger. Yep. Because the younger girls would think, oh, he's so cool. He like He thinks I'm mature. Yeah. But it's all just manipulation. I totally agree with you. The older guys, I think they really just want to take advantage of younger women. They do. If a guy in his 40s, 50s is trying to talk to me, I already know what's going on. I already know what's going on. Women your age don't fucking like you because something is wrong with yep, you. Yep. And because the women your age group don't fuck with you, you got to go. You got to go younger yep. because the younger girls would think, oh, he's so cool. He like he thinks I'm mature, yeah. but it's all just manipulation. I totally agree with you. The older guys, I think they really just want to take advantage of younger women. They do. If a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well. There you go right there. I don't think many people would agree with that. In fact, the comment section definitely did not agree with her. Even women were like, eh. All right. And some women do agree with stuff like this, mostly older women, because they're like, oh, yeah, I've been here before. I didn't get the riches and the rewards. And he took advantage of me, meaning that he got all the free sex or for very little. And once she got older, she realized what she did for 250 bucks in a dinner. Right. And so uh, this is simply what happens is younger women tend to be impressed by smaller things. Older women, if you date older women, they tend to be like, hey, uh, a good dinner is nothing to me. I've been out on 50 dinners. Uh, I need something bigger. I need a new roof. I need you to pay back my student loan debt, right? So, like, that's what's impressive to them. And thus, once they get older and they realize that they're compounded by debt, they look back and say, damn, I did that for chicken skewers and a bowl of jasmine rice. I did that for a dinner at Cheesecake Factory. Ah, that I, I, got, I got messed up. I got manipulated. But in fact, that was a great need for you and it served a great purpose. So now here it is right there. She didn't get the riches and the rewards. And she's saying that men that are older who can't get women their age are somehow manipulating backwards. When in fact, the guy had value and she doesn't see it that women, because she's not there yet. She doesn't see it that women his age are less than valuable to him. And that there's potentially more value in a younger woman, right? Because he can get there. But it's interesting. That's an interesting conversation that she looks at it in this particular way. Not many people will agree. And of course, the man who agreed with her is a guy who I would characterize as a younger, less financially capable guy. Okay. Right. And so the less financially capable guy obviously would agree with that because he can't do what the older guy can do. And this sometimes can be called tricking. Uh, other things like that, where the guy that can't do it or unwilling to do it will say, I can't leverage money like the older guy. And then he will say the guy's cheating by paying or giving access or giving the woman more, right? Um, and he got what he got from her. Now, if you're just giving money to women for nothing, it doesn't make sense. That would be some sort of, we'd have to define what that is. But what that guy doesn't understand is he has an advantage that the guy who was older don't have, which is time. The older guy has less time available on earth. He also has less time available to impress women and date women, especially his age. What women his age, a 40, 50-year-old man want is time. They don't really want the money, but money comes with time. So the guy doesn't have as much time as the younger man. The younger man has all the time in the world he believes. So he tricks off with time 
which is a disadvantage to the older guy. So the older guy has to go in. I don't have as much time to fool or F around here. Plus, I don't have as much time to give to these practice women. I'm going to go in here and go to this part, right? But why is it time called tricking? Why is using excess time because you have it available? Why is that not tricking? Most of the time, tricking off your time is way worse than tricking off the money. But younger guys won't see it that way. And I understand because you're not there yet. Um, you don't have time. And sometimes you think you have time or using time is better than using what the older guy is using, which is money. It is, it is not true. You have available time because you're not using your time wisely. Another guy has not available time. And so he has to use something else to bait the woman in. Yeah, right. And so time tricking is probably worse than money tricking. But this is up for debate. This is up for debate, and you can have your own philosophy and principles related to this. I will not belittle you and call you names. All right, let's go to the next video here. This is a woman here struggling to accept her age and sometimes her, her body position here. And so this looks to be a young mother. All right, she's a young mother. And uh, do not harass anybody's Instagram page. And uh, it looks like this one's got quite the few views here over the last five days. This is a woman who has had a child and uh, she's trying to put herself into rebelling clothes for some reason or another. All right. And let's go ahead and roll the film. You look like you're starting to get pregnant. Are you? No. And why does it look like you look? And so children say the darndest things, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, children don't have a filter. And uh, we might have probably noticed the baby bump as well, but we probably would have kept it to ourselves. Uh, but her child even called her out like, Mama, what you doing in that tight ass dress? And she wants to feel sexy. You know what I mean? She's on her master splinter, just jumped out the shower. She wants to feel sexy and start marketing herself. She wants to go out there and put her high heels on. And her kid checked her at the door. Kids said, uh, yeah, mama, uh, look like you pregnant. God dang. All right, let's play it again. You look like you're starting to get pregnant. Are you? Now look at her face right here. Her face cracks in the middle of all of this. You can see the, you can see the ego and the humbleness. You can see the reality check right there at the door. When her kid said that she was like, how do I look in this dress? Uh-oh, the child already gave me my assessment. Yikes. But this happens to a lot of women, of course. They're simps like, we like that pouch right there. I like to pat that pouch as I'm hitting it on the side, said Martin Lawrence. All right, and so there's nothing wrong with a little bit of pouch. I'm just going to tell you. No. <laughs> look at her face. Now she already knows. She like, damn, there's no use of seeing there's no use of trying to see what I look like on the side. Oh, yep, there is a pouch there. Why don't you get some baggier clothes, man? Why does it look like you look? <laughs> oh, no. Man, shout out to the kid putting mom in check there. Oh, the humanity. Check and mate. Check and mate. And somebody says she posted it anyway, of course, because guess what? Simp enforcers were in there. And uh, somebody says another reason to not have... Yeah, wait, uh, and another one for the reasons to not have kid list. Let me see here. Here's a guy right here. Dear woman, a lot of men actually like that feature. Oh, let's give him a noise. They like it the skeet on, but they don't like it for their own girl. Of course, the sip enforcer had to come in there with that 
and uh, he got a lot of likes for that. Men like things they just don't want to see be seen in public with it here. But of course, yeah, man, she got humble. And then look, <laughs> the kids like I got a new brother coming in, man. It's it's tough on the women, man. It's tough on y'all, man. It's hey, by the way, it's tough having kids on the body. <laughs> It's tough having kids on the body. Let's go to the next video right here. This is another woman. Um, this is going to be an older lady. Wondering why men, I don't get this. They wonder why men run when she said she's a single mother. This is going over to the United Kingdom. Men have explained this until we're blue in the face, and they still will not get it. And this is a thing that women will do. They, they'll say, you're not coming up with any solutions. Men comes up with solutions. They say it's not a solution. They just ignore the solution. They'll say no. And then they'll just beat the dead horse until it's deader. All right. You'll take it. You'll like it. You'll have no other choice. There's not that many in your age group that has it. Blah, 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 blah. They'll just beat the dead horse. And so here's a woman who's upset. I don't know why in 2023 a woman could be this upset that a man does not want another woman with child. Like, I don't get it. But in their world, they're just going to beat the horse until you accept it. All right, this is called petty behavior, childish. So here it is right here, single mother. <laughs> Why men in their mid-30s don't want a single mother. Hi, yay, yay. What's the problem with dating as single moms? I, I don't understand the issue with these men. We're talking men in their late 30s, like 38, 39. And as soon as you mention you've got children, they don't want to fucking know. And I, I don't get it. And then they go simping over 21-year-olds. And that's because they've got no responsibility, free-spirited to get to do whatever the hell they want, and it makes them look good and feel better about themselves. There is nothing wrong with dating a single mother. Like, my kids are practically teenagers. Well, my daughter is. She's nearly 16. My son's nearly 11. If anything, I've got more free time now opposed to what I had four years ago. This whole stigma of, like, dating someone with kids has really, really got to stop. Like, it, it, it's wrong. It really is wrong. Like, what's wrong with me? I'm 33 years old. I know what I want. I'm responsible. I do a pretty good job raising my children on my own. I've been single for years. What's the problem? Oh, man. Well, the thing is, I'm not going to even go over what the problem is. Everybody knows what the problem is. It's been pretty much expressed. What you're saying is you don't accept the reasons why men don't date single mothers. And that's every man's personal decision. There are men that will. She also has a problem with the type of men that won't date single mothers. Never make this mistake. She's not talking about you sucking ninjas that will date a single mother. She's talking about the high value men, the chads, the British chads. She's talking about the top tier percent men. Not you dusty, dirty ninjas, horny ninjas that will go skeet up in a single mother's guts. All right. So, so she's mad and she's refusing to take the position. She made the choice. It was a choice made by her and the men who impregnated her. And she has another issue that I would go stay far away from. She has a 16-year-old daughter. I'm not doing that. That's an automatic no-ski. All right? That's an automatic no-ski. That's actually asking for problems here. But she's saying she doesn't understand. That means she doesn't accept. She's just like, I refuse to accept why. And then she says, well, they go after 21-year-old women. Well, <laughs> come on, man. This is too easy. 
it's too easy. What if the guy is her age and wants to have kids? Let's just say he's serious about her and he wants to have kids, but he's looking at two other kids that are not his kids. Some men aren't going for that. Some men might want to start a family and you already got a ready instant made family. He might not want that. What's wrong with that? Yeah, she was a 17-year-old and 16 when she got knocked up the first time. You think that's bad? Hold on to your hats. I got a younger age woman that got knocked up, okay, coming up soon. But what, what she did, what she's doing is she's trying to shame men into taking and accepting her as opposed to saying, okay, I'm 33, I'll target 55-year-old men. Why not go for a 55 men? Why not do that? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. Why don't you want to do it? And she'll list all the reasons as why she doesn't want to do it. And then I say, put the shoe on the other foot. You just eliminated these men for whatever reason. Same as the men eliminated you for a reason. See, they want it their way, and they're just gonna beat, they're just gonna beat down men down in submission by shame, insulting, guilting you, and a need to be right. She has all of those right there, and there she is in the same position okay let's go to the next one <laughs> we go to the next one we're going to tick thought apparently this is another age ain't nothing but a number out here this is going to be a woman who is 41 and thanks for all of these women putting this shit out on the internet this makes my job a lot more easier and thanks to everybody on locals that puts these things out that allows me to share them so this is a woman who was in her 40s and uh master splinter if you will all right. And she's I think she's in her 40s. Maybe she's not in her 40s. I don't know. But she looks like she looks like she needs some sleep. All right. But here she is. She's going to ask AI to show me a woman in her 40s with no kids. Here we go. So I'm a 41 year old woman. This is a 41. Guys, this is the women that this is the women that, you know, um, the age group of women. They they want me to date. You should date women between 37 and 42. Look at this who has never been married and did not have children. So I thought I'd ask AI what a 41-year-old woman who's never been married and has no children looks like. Oh, my goodness, man. So AI is bugging already. Oh, the humanity. AI is a misogynist. My lord, all right, that looks happy. Of course, the women were like, I'm living my best life. Okay, all right. Oh, man, 41? Man, that looks like older than that, but AI. <laughs> Look at this. AI, man. AI needs a little bit of work, man. Uh, they, they haven't got their misogyny down quite. <laughs> their misogyny meter is off. Where the cats at? Look at her, she's like... Uh, yeah man yeah it's rough out here man but i know you the, the the dude that when you were buying when you were buying bud light at the uh, corner store the dude didn't card you and said you look 26 i know he was just horny that day all right so cold world the ai is getting it we need to work on a little bit of ai getting woke all right last video on the aj nothing but a number is going to be this this woman says, yes, I'm a uh, my 21 year old daughter has an 11 year old daughter. OK, my 21. This is this is Tuscaloosa. Tell me you're from Tuscaloosa without telling me you're from Tuscaloosa. 
All right, so here we go right here. This woman that in the driver's seat has a 21-year-old daughter that has an 11-year-old daughter. Let's get to it. I know it's not impossible. Yo, 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 it's me, Anna G here, and I'm here with my mom. I'm here with my daughter, Lydia. And since none of you guys wanted to believe me that I actually had Lydia at 10 years old, I brought my mom to confirm. <laughs> did I not, or did I have Lydia at 10 years old? Yeah, she did. Were you mad? You were mad. I was fucking pissed. She almost kicked me out the house, but she didn't want to kick me out the house because she wanted to see her granddaughter. But yeah, here you go. At the end of the day, I had Lydia at 10 years old. This is literally her grandchild. Your young grandchild. Yes, grandmom. it is. So yeah, that's literally all I got she for you is. guys. Haters gonna hate, and my mom just confirmed for me. Whoo, sheesh. All right, let me send it a couple times on this. Let's go ahead and send it. Hey, man, it gets rough out here, man. I don't know what to tell you. They don't want putting it out on the internet. All I'm doing is just replaying it. I'm going to send it one more time. A woman's past matters. <laughs> a woman's past matters. So she's going to have a hard knock life. Okay, she's going to have a hard knock life going up, trying to understand why dudes ain't selecting her. She already been selected at a very young age. And guys, it is possible. Mother Nature has not changed. I know our ideas, our mores, our traditions, our society, our standards has changed. Mother Nature has not changed. The miracles of modern science has changed. But Mother Nature still is the same. Many women can get knocked as soon as that period starts. All right? That is the indicator. Many times they... They might be able to get it knocked up slightly prior, all right? And that normally can start around as early as fourth grade. It can start around the time where they show that video to the girls and they send the boys out to play basketball and flag football. All right, boys, everybody go outside. The girls stay indoors. And you everybody run outside. The dude's like, finally, hell yeah. And then they sit the girls down, third, fourth, fifth grade. They show them the video. I've never seen it. At that point, they're telling them <laughs> what's going on. Now, people are saying um, it's called the miracle of life. And talk about once you start getting that period, pay attention. All right. I've had I've known someone that had the baby as young as 12. All right. Young as 12 years old. Now, the question is, who the daddy? Okay. The question is, who's the father? And if we're judging from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, it could be anybody. <laughs> Anything's possible. Anything's possible when we're talking about Alabama. All right. I don't know if they're for Tuscaloosa, but it could be anybody, Ninja. Oh, by the way, um, let me see here. This is uh, we got fatherless behavior here, obviously. 10 years old. How sad. Yeah, we are in dire straits out here. By the way, it's it's not that uncommon for people that have had babies by mid-teens. 10 is very young. 10 is, 10 is very young. 12 is young, but 15 years old. Yeah, I mean, that, that in our history of our world, in the history of our world, that's not out of the ordinary. But 10, 12, oh my Lord, save it. All right, let me see if I got some. Uh, we got two more subject matters. What do we got? Are we ready for Matt? Or we're going to go Matt Areza's story, uh, but let me check super chats and then we'll get into it. We don't have that many, so I can pick it up. Cletus is baby. Gray Hayes Radio says, I agree with your take on co parenting. I think XX is lean on it as a way to justify blowing up families. Quote, 
we can be co-parents, unquote. And it says, no, there is parenting and everything else, and you messed it up. Indeed, yes. Yeah, bitch. I think co-parenting is a cope. Co-parenting is a cope, all right? Everything could be a cope, and everybody's a grifter. But co-parenting is a cope, all right? It is a destroyed family. That's all it is, all right? It's basically your kids living out of luggage and backpacks. Good for you guys. Good for you, all right? I often tell you, the way you change people's mindset on co-parenting, you could do it in an instant. All you have to do is, this is how you have to do it, and I've shared this. All you have to do to change people's mind on co-parenting is you make the parents leave one house. There's going to be one house where the kids have a permanent residence, and then the parents ship in and out every week. <laughs> I guarantee you, y'all will end co-parenting overnight. Mm. Overnight. It will be over. You'd be like, what the hell is this bullshit? No, nah, this ain't cool. No, 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 no. I ain't packing my shit up every week. <laughs> no, nah, man, he left the bed on me. Y'all will be fighting. Y'all will be fighting. But what y'all do is y'all co-parent and then have stepkids. <laughs> y'all got a nerve to co-parent to have stepkids. Y'all can end that shit overnight. I guarantee you step co-parenting with y'all be in court to end that shit. Nah, we can't do this no more. Why? Because it's bullshit. But you put the kids through it and you normalize their lives. And they, they, they live this life, their early parts of their lives like this. It's, it's despicable. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Stodio Montana is in there. Shout out to you. And he says, lady in the black dress is Gunticus Maximus. And she definitely has. She has a nice little frame on her. She just has had a baby. Lone Revolver, she's 33 with a 16-year-old, um, and uh, she called herself responsible. Make that make sense. Yes, she did call herself responsible. Uh, what we do have to understand is the, the, best, the biggest salespeople on earth are not cold callers and people who solicit you and knock on your door and ring your doorbell. The greatest salesmen on earth are women. They sell themselves spectacularly. And for some reason, they haven't got to the point to understand that you selling yourself is your worst, your worst attribute. Because not only are you the biggest, you're not the best salesman, you're the biggest salesman, but you're the worst at delivering what you just sold. They will sell you a bill of goods. They be out here selling themselves. I'm this and I'm that. I'm the greatest. And I didn't. And they name all of these goddamn qualities. Soon as you get in there, <laughs> soon as you get in there, they don't deliver a goddamn thing. All right. They still in there. Well, you still got to buy your way in. You still got to plunk down. All right. It's like strippers. Strippers get in there. You want to lap dance, daddy? You'd be like, yeah, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. Get him, daddy. Okay. Super chats on the Notorious CGA channel. Strippers get in your lap. They grind on your leg. They putting snail trail all over your slacks. They letting the music bump. Stop. Soon as the song stops, she's staying there straddling over you. <laughs> now they got you in there. They straddling you. She don't back up off of you. She don't say, how did you like your dance? She just standing there with her titties in your face. And you're like, oh. This is awkward. You want another? You want another dance? <laughs> You're sitting there like, that'll be 50 bucks. Here come the next song. Pooch, kapooch, kaboom. All right, yeah, I'll do it. 
There she is grinding on your leg again. <laughs> right? <laughs> there she is grinding on your leg. Soon as the song stops, titties in your face. Hair all in your face and all that. She's just standing there straddling your leg. One another. <laughs> the DJ. DJ Bachelor, Better Bachelor, DJ Better Bachelor on the uh, on the mix. Chicka, 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 chicka. Here she come again. You want another? Yeah, that'll be 50. Snail trail on the other leg. You're just like, what the hell going on here? So they do the same thing. They get, they get you to keep buying in. They sell it. I'm the best woman in the world. Ain't no woman like me. I'm a diamond in the rough. They get in there. Now you got to plunk down more. Are right, you want another dance, daddy? You want another piece of piece of bleed? Take me out. Take me out to the farmer's market, the festival, the fair, Target, the grocery market. All right, you just doubling down. You're like, God dang. <laughs> all right, man, crazy, bro. Now, all of a sudden, you just spent way more money than you could have been at the strip club in a champagne room getting the cheeks clapped rather than doubling down on this salesperson over here. Then when they don't deliver, well, you can't set me at my worst. You don't deserve me at my best. You're like, this is a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> Stony Montana says, and the strip club shorten them songs up. Yep. Them, so them songs be like, I know that this is the extended mix of Atomic Dog. But yeah, you didn't cut that the two minutes. This song is 11 minutes long. Back in the day when the Funkadelics had put a 15-minute song out. All songs were like 28 minutes. Prince's song, Purple Rain, was like 50, 11 minutes. All right. Now these songs is two minutes long. Two minutes long. <laughs> we know. Yep. Like, wow, hold up. Shout out to our man, no government name, SD, says, hey, coach, did you ever think, uh, did you ever get to the bottom of who from BYU was yelling racist things at the Dukes women's volleyball player? Uh, absolutely nobody. All right, I did cover that. I got great views on that on my sports channel. Absolutely nobody was yelling every, anything at that woman. What she did was she went out there and she played a Doug game. And uh, we actually showed her that she had a relative that was in uh, what we call an activist. Or as I call him, an activist. She had an activist relative and uh, she played a dookie game and she had to blame it on somebody. So she was like, I'm out here with all these white folks. I'm intimidated. <laughs> All right, Despicable. Where's she at? They, she been quiet. All right, we got our man Kevin Sullivan says, paying tuition. Shout out to the coach and the coach gang. I looked at the movie Divorce Corp, and man, I will say we are definitely entertaining and practice for the courts. Keep speaking the truth. Yep. Courts are no place to be, guys. Do not, do not get it twisted. We're going to PayPal. Don't get it twisted. Like, I wouldn't, like, I try to avoid all of that shit. All right? I try to avoid all of it. Uh, doesn't mean you're not going to get dragged up in there. But once you get up in there, all you are is uh, all you are is money to them. Your money to the lawyers and the entire system and to the people dragging your ass in there. Uh, don't think that this is about anything moral. Hey, um, let me see here. What are we doing? PayPal won't let me log in. What the hell did they kick me out? Let me cancel this shit. Are right, they not letting me pick my stuff fast enough? OK, they finally let me in. Uh, I won't even go in the court for a traffic ticket let alone try to prove my case to some divorce attorney. <laughs> this guy, man, there's somebody dropping a bag in here. What are you doing? Hold up. Please tell me what you're doing. <laughs> Brother, hold up. <laughs> this is a man. Yo, 
This guy, this guy, hold up for a second. <laughs> you about to get some hate. I'm rich, That's why they wouldn't let me sign in. Guess who's back? <laughs> I'm rich, My man, Lion Empire Legal is back. I'm rich, All right, we got to acknowledge the brother this time. I'm rich, All right, haters watching. Hold up. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. Hold on. I'm rich, bitch. Hold up. I'm rich, bitch. One more. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> he about to get some hate. He about to get some hate. I didn't even finish it. Lion Empire Legal is back. Dropped his wallet. Uh, apparently, the first one was a mistake. Was not a mistake. I was avoiding your emails. <laughs> right. Apparently, the first one wasn't a mistake. I'm rich, oh, my goodness. He says, keep up the. I can't tell you, man. I wish I could, brothers, because the pocket watchers are here, ninjas. I can't. I'm rich, bitch. Lion Empire Legal. Keep up the good work. He says, when Kevin was here, we took it for granted. You were here before there was a before to speak of. Shout out to you. Guys, support what you want to see for real. If you want to see more of it, shout out to you. I'm, rich, bitch. I'm understanding what he's doing here. My man is paying the bills in here. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. All right. And so he's saying support. He says support what you want to see for real. If you want to see more. And I've been telling you that a lot of people want me to go debate this and go do that. No, I'm those days are over. I'm not going to give y'all free entertainment so y'all can dice it up and the content creators can make money from their AdSense and I got nothing from it. All right, so those days are over. I'm not here to debate people on points anymore. Those days are over. It's going to be somebody going to pay me to show up, right? And then y'all can dice up the content as you wish. All right, but I'm not going to do that for your viewing pleasures. But here it is right here. I'll read it again. Keep up the good work. When Kevin was here, we took it for granted. You were here before there was a before to speak of. Guys, support what you want to see for real. If you want to see more of it, free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you. All right, shout out to you. Man, he interrupted today's show. And uh, guess what? <laughs> Somebody's watching. The reason why... <laughs> Coach Gang is in the building. Appreciate you, man. And I'll keep that in mind as I continue to do what we do. And we are at the forefront. We got to keep these messages out here. I know there's 10 people that don't like it, but, you know, this is the story. This is what we need to keep telling or else you guys will be out here. Keep sipping. All right, man. With that being says, said, let's get back to the show. I'm going to come back to the other brothers here because we got to get back now. All right. Um, anyway, anyway, 
we got high value targets, high value targets. All right. So we're going to talk about girls. Girlfriend goes in and on a 50-50 relationship and her boyfriend takes it literally. And guess what happens? She doesn't like the 50-50 relationship. We also have um, in this one, we're talking, a woman's going to say a man that's in a 50-50 relationship has feminine energy if he doesn't pay. Let's talk about these two individuals. We got a couple more here. Um, I don't know who these people are when I share it. Again, do not go to their page and harass them or argue with them. Don't go in there saying coach gang or any of that shit. All right. It says right here, why are women in male energy right now? And how can men get soft energy women back? How? <laughs> God. Check this out. We have to stop with this bullshit of people being ignorant on how we got here. Go get my book, The Evolution. Women double down on feminism, third wave, fourth wave, fifth wave, and then they wonder what happened. Now they trying to backtrack. Well, why, why, why? Guys, it was, we had nothing to do with this shit. So let me hear what this light-skinned girl has to say. And by the way, I would fold her ass up, but that's neither here nor there. Here we go. That's a great question. Well, a lot of women are in their masculine because it's a lot of men in their feminine. No, that's not true. A lot of women are, have been in their masculine trying to compete with men. But there are men in their feminine. I do agree with that. But they're not in their women are not in their masculine because men are in their feminine. They're in their masculine because they want the rewards of masculinity until they want the rewards of their femininity. But let's continue. Not all, but some. And it's very hard to want to be a soft, gentle, submissive, sexy woman when your man comes home like you got half the rent immediately. Whoa. <laughs> what? That's not hot. That's not fly. I feel like my man isn't working hard if he needs my half, you know. Um, that's not cool, you know. And I do expect women to bring something to the table if we're asking my opinion. Yes, I can go get the groceries and I can cook and I can clean and I can do a hundred other things in between. But I'm not paying half that rent, babe. <laughs> That's you. So, you know, I would start there. I would, I would, I would start by making her feel comfortable and like she has a place where she can feel safe and secure, like her man is a man. <laughs> so, in other words, her definition of masculine energy is when men pay the bills. But no, 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 let me get this straight. I don't mind that relationship, right? I, I, I'm very much believing that that's what people want traditionally, although traditions change. That's just what it is. But people are more conditioned to that and or we've evolved this way. So this is how people look at it. Now, there's no negotiations as to what you're going to do, right? I'm going to establish that I paid, so therefore this is what you're going to do in, it, in return. And you can't back out of it. See, the problem is, Again, they're going to sell this. I want to be in my feminine. I want to cook or clean. I want to be a mother. I want to take care of kids. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. But that shit is going to change. They're going to pull the rug from your feet. Uh, no fault divorce you. And then they're going to be like, he needs to pay me continuously. And then she wanted to go get a job or some shit like that. She wanted her own money. You were controlling. You were financially abusive. Okay? So there's no middle ground with them. Okay? There's always, I'm sorry, there is a middle ground in a bunch of gray areas. They can change their mind at will. So now she's saying that paying for women up front is traditional, is masculine. That's what she said. 
which is what I've been saying. I believe that that is the basis of all the relationships. She's saying, I want to bring my feminine. Okay, that's fine. But then they want to double dip into feminism when they wanted to. Well, I want my own money and I want to get. This is the problem that you're having. Then they also want to run off with your money when they divorce you. Okay, so, or they want to claim some sort of abuse. They, th this is what the problem is overwhelmingly. So they just monetize themselves. She just proved it was purely transactional. And she also proved the myth that women want 50-50 equal relationships. Now, she's just one woman, but now she's saying, ah, for, hell with that 50-50 stuff. Pay all the bills. I'll bring you feminine, femininity in exchange. <laughs> this is crazy. This is not, I mean, this, this to me reeks of, um, reeks of the hypocrisy of the current dating world. I'm just going to tell y'all, just lease. Just lease. Don't buy. Um, uh, we're talking about protections, legal protections that you can do. Everybody's talking about irrevocable trusts. The woman that had Tiger Woods um, as a as a boyfriend sued the irrevocable trust. Do you understand? It's simple. Get an irrevocable trust. She sued the trust, <laughs> right? Because the trust owned the home that Tiger Woods lived in. He was like, I'm not going to own the home. And protect myself. Did that work? No. Nope. She sued the trust account. And they're probably going to terminate the trust to try to get into the bag. All right. Um, Non-disclosure agreement. The woman's trying to legally fight the non-disclosure agreement so she can talk and make money on the circuit. Okay. So all of these legal protections that we put ourselves in, we have to understand when we use the legal system, it actually can be fodder to have it used against us. The legal system is not for men when it comes to relationships with women. I'm going to say this again. Using the legal system as protection is not a place for men. That is a place for women. That ain't a place for men. That's not a good-ass strategy, okay? I'm going to use the legal system to protect me, you goofy ninja. No, 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 no. And here she is, 50-50 relationship. She wants no part of it, or she wants to bring her 50 that she decides. All right. I got another one. Here's a young woman who, who asks for a 50-50 relationship. She gets it. The guy takes it literally, and then they're calling him all kind of uh, beta males for it. Okay. Again, do not never give them what they want. Here's the heading. There's another light-skinned uh, chick here. Not me settling, settling. Remember, they don't choose you. They settle. Not me settling for a 50-50 relationship where my ex writes down all times that we ate out and I have to pay him back like I wasn't in a relationship. Mm. All right. And so, again, this is the hypocrisy. I'll play it. There's not much to play here. I'm going to play it without the volume. Um, the, the boyfriend, there's her look on her face when she got, I want a 50-50 relationship. Okay. There she is. This ninja put a spreadsheet. <laughs> Is this say, what does it say? Commissary, KFC. Here's the budget here going out. Uh, cinema, sip and save, dog and duck. All right, here's fuel. <laughs> he got some, what is this, tacos? He got what he paid for, a ticket. He got KFC, drive time. <laughs> Commissary, Axel paid. All right, who is Axel? I can't tell which one's with Oh, you owe $50 here, 50 
<laughs> Domino's Pizza. Now, listen, this is this is pretty extreme. However, if you say you want a 50-50 relationship and you why are you mad that he's keeping an Excel spreadsheet? Because the guys, they're keeping in the they're keeping tabs of everything they bought and paid for. Now, everything you gave them was a gift. Oh, he was being nice. You're going to count that? You're going to count that, this nice dinner? If I'd known you were going to count that, I wouldn't have had you take me to a nice dinner. Okay? You bring them flowers. Oh, these flowers were 75 bucks from Mother's Day. Uh, uh, you owe me 35 bucks or 32 bucks. What? Well, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have asked for those nicer flowers if I knew I was going to pay for it. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Because when you're in a 50-50 relationship, everything down the middle. And, of course, if they were on the other side, she would be keeping notes, too. She's keeping diligent notes and copies of receipts. Every time you go buy furniture, every time you buy a television, every time you buy uh, some pots and pans, she's keeping track. Hey, I bought this. I bought these coffalon pans. I bought these. We bought this shit from Ikea. You owe me this. Now, the guy's giving it to her back, and guess what? He a puss, <laughs> right? Watch the comment. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find the comment. It says right here, it is fine to do an equal relationship when one person pays when you go out and you guys alternate, but this is ridiculous. Mm. Of course it's ridiculous. Now it's ridiculous. Ladies, guys, when they show up in court on your ass with all kind of receipts, it ain't ridiculous. When they have spreadsheets of all the shit that they paid for, all the medication, all the lotion, all the all the uh, sunscreen, all the all that little shit, it ain't ridiculous. But guess what? It's ridiculous when men do it. You see that shit? How dare you keep tabs? Because it's not going to work in their favor. Here it is right here. This insinuates that he paid for every single meal that, that, that they had together, which is kind of whack. A relationship doesn't mean the dude pays for everything. She's part of it too. But the spreadsheet in 50-50 to the penny is weird as F. Of course. Uh-huh. Look, this is what they this is what 50-50 is. Give me half the rent. Give me half the air conditioning, bitch. Give me half the that's what 50-50 is. But nope. There's a more tactful way to do this than making it feel like the whole relationship is one big transaction. Look at this shit. Look at this. When the shoe, that's a woman. When the shoe is on the other foot, ninja. Let's go back to the first woman. Let's go back to the first woman. Now, remember, it's just one woman. When the shoe on the other foot, when the rabbit got the gun, when the rabbit got the gun, it ain't fair. Oh, this is ridiculous. Watch this. Let's listen to this woman right here. Here we go. That's a great question. Well, a lot of women are in their masculine because it's a lot of men in their feminine, not all, but some. And it's very hard to want to be a soft, gentle, submissive, sexy woman when your man comes home like you got half the rent immediately. Whoa. See? See? Yep. Uh, we want 50, 50. What she wants is 50 50 decision making. What she wants is 50 50 and hope you forget and don't keep track. Oh, OK. And then uh, in, inevitably she'll come in and say, hey, you owe me one hundred dollars for this. And you're going to be like, what? And she's gonna be like, yeah, we did this and we did that. And you're going to be like, hold up. Hold on, baby. I I pay for way more shit. I mean, that's a big item. I get you want your hundred dollars back, but I overlooked a whole bunch of shit and the change. Like, I, you owe me way more than $100. Like, you still owe me money. And guess what? When the rabbit got the gun, they're like, this petty, this weird. This is weird. 
right? Because you'd be like, look, man, if I was keeping track, you owe me way more money than this $100, okay? But no, when you keep track, it's beta. Some people want equal partners. Uh, some people prefer traditional roles. Definitely a fan of realizing which one you want and chasing it. There was another guy right here. Um, There was another guy that called it, uh, divorcing that guy would be a nightmare. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my goodness. They said divorcing that guy would be a nightmare. Listen to this shit. Do you see this? Do you see this? Now, I got a question. I got a question. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. What is it? <laughs> what is it when the woman does this to you? Because you know they do <laughs> Women be doing this shit to you all the time. Divorcing this woman would be a nightmare. She know wow, dude. I tell you, man, they are some hypocrites. You yeah, you don't say this is what men be looking like a divorce. They're like, this is bullshit. Cause they up there being penny, any penny ass, petty, petty, just down to the dollars and cents. And you unbelievable. Guys, man, always remember whatever you get, whatever they ask for, give it to them and give it to them in triple doses. And watch them kick and scream. They gonna kick and scream. Well, I didn't want it like that. Okay. Well, how do you want it, bitch? All right. Let's get to this one right here. This is unbelievable. All right. Anyway, man. All right. For a second here. Hey, man. Be careful what you put in here. Be careful what you put in here. Because I put your ass. I hide your ass. And you got to wait another 20 minutes. Got to wait another 20 minutes. All right. Uh, anyway. Let's go to this woman here. She's at the Whole Foods. Here it is right here. She's at the Whole Foods getting money for men. Uh, she's on her wallow effect. So she's going here. She said, this man wanted my number, so I made him pay for my groceries. Uh, here it is. Number, so I say, can pay for my groceries. Help me, everything. Very nice. Whole Foods bill is gone. This man wanted my number, so I was like, I want my lashes done. So he's sending me money for my lashes. Like... <laughs> he said, I'd never send any woman money this fast. Okay. This is somebody dead who wanted my number. So I say, you. can pay for my groceries. Help me everything. Very nice. Whole Foods bill is gone. This man wanted my number. So I was like, I want my lashes done. So he's sending me money for my lashes. Like... <laughs> All right, and so as you can see, she's dressed out with her legs out, and she has some sort of furry boots. Some They're not Ugg boots, but she probably has her booty cheeks out. I'm just going to probably tell you right there, her booty cheeks definitely out. I can see it from here. And for some reason, when women wear boots and their legs are out, for some reason, that's attractive. I can't really put my name, my 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 finger on it. I could put something else on it. But... um. A, a older guy asked for the number. She was like, pay for my groceries. I'm sure it was an easy drop in the bucket for him. I don't know if he got the number. I have no idea. She didn't include that part. Then you had another man in his basketball shorts, cash apper. Who knows? It could have been five bucks. All right. I'm not sure what he did. I, I can't even tell you, but she's assuming and recording these guys showing that she can target men uh, for money if they want something in exchange, proving transactional relationship. All right. And so let's go back. Remember the previous comments according to the people who were keeping the 50 50 relationship 
All right, this is a different thread, but you have people here can't be mad at her. Y'all would spend money to get her number just to block when you get home. All right, just to get blocked when you get home. And uh, somebody says, I don't see anything wrong with what she's doing. Now, again, I don't have, you know, on my opinion. Okay, if guys are going to do this, guys are going to do this. I'm not here to stop you uh, from doing this. And if women are going to do this, women are going to do this. I'm not here to stop them. I know how I participate and get down. And I know what I'm willing to do and not willing to do. But this is going to make relationships tougher to get into because if a woman's used to this and used to using men like this, she's always going to bring this into her previous relation, her current relationship or her new relationships. It's going to be difficult to keep that woman all to yourself. In fact, you do see men being married to women who do this, monetize themselves, and they have to be like, hey, it is what it is. My wife's on OnlyFans. My wife's a sugar baby. My wife, like this is the new culture of relationships, and it's getting more transactional. If women are young and she looks to be and appears to be a young woman, let me see if I can get a link to her page. Did she post it? Did she post it on her page? Let me see if I, let me see if this is her page. Um, I can't really tell if this is her page. No, I think this is like a meme page, so uh, it's not her page. Uh, but um, yeah, I think um, if people are going to focus on being transactional, getting men to give money up for little or nothing or for something, this is kind of where the future of relationships are going. It's all monetized and you can't blame them. And sometimes you can blame the guy. You can't blame them for getting easy money like this. It's super easy money. Um, but um, as long as people know what people are doing and they accept it, and 10 years from now, she can look back at her life and accept the position she's in. It is what it is. Hopefully, she doesn't make excuses on the way back. All right. So, hey, listen, I got no problem with it. But um, this is kind of where things are going. And it's going to be hard to change it. Not all women, though. Not all women. That, it's tough. It's getting tough out here. All you got to do is find a, a place to maneuver and find your spot. Let me see if I can get this world star, world star video. World star, this woman's going to say how she targets high-value men. Where does she go to find high-value men? Dating advice from a stay-at-home girlfriend. Dating advice from a stay-at-home girlfriend. Where do we meet these high-earning men? Low-hanging fruit is the gym. Join the most expensive gym in your area. Get a recommendation to join an equestrian club, golf club, Bougie neighborhoods. Try to live there, frequent the areas, but whatever you do, just get yourself there. You know this one. Make quality girlfriends. She'll introduce you to your first or fifth husband. Airport lounges. High-earning men don't hang around airport benches. Good hotels. It doesn't have to be the most expensive, but be able to visit the spa or have dinner at a five-star hotel nearby. All right, and so appreciate that she put this video out. Uh, these are things that we've been telling you that high-value men have to understand that they are high-value targets. I said this when the Kevin Samuels came out with the phrase where he was promoting the phrase high-value men. I said, you're just number high-value targets, which women will target these men, and they will change the rules for that guy and make different rules for the other guys. So as long as you know you're a target, you must prepare yourself as a target. And if, if, if the target is acquired, you must make sure you protect yourself and understand that she targeted you not for you. She targeted you for the transactional relationship and the social status that she's going to get from your association with her. All right. And it's simple. Again, I'm not mad at the transaction. 
But you guys have to know once you rise up that people will break rules and say, like, for instance, for instance, at like five, seven years ago, my height was a factor. Today, it's not a factor. And there's a reason why. And I ain't going to tell you. But height never comes up. I mean, I've never even heard it in the last five years. Maybe the next three. Never heard a woman say, well, how tall are you? All right. That shit goes out the window when another factor takes its place. When that overrides another thing. Doesn't. So it never really, it never really comes into play. Somebody can be up here. She could be 5'9", 5'10", 6 feet, 5'1", 5'2". It don't come into play. All right. And so then it, yeah, all of a sudden you got something else. Social status, money, access, ability to pay. All of a sudden, they don't give a shit about it. Mm. You got a 9-11, right? You driving good. Women are monetized. They'll be like, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> and people don't understand it. Right? Money, money talks, bullshit walks. Now, some women are still have that as a factor. And then they'll have to live with themselves to go, mm, damn, I might have missed out on a great opportunity there. All right. That's their own personal decision. So at this point, it doesn't affect me. Right. And I actually put a video out about this on the uh on, on the notorious CGA channel because a guy said that it bothers him that people reject him because of that. And I'm gonna say, once you get to another, once you get to a different thing where different things can be used to measure you, height becomes less relevant to some people. And that's all that matters. You don't need all of them. If some people just can't deal with it, they don't deal with it. So anyway, um, let's go down and break this down and then we'll do super chats and then get to, oh, I said we we're going to do the main event. I lied to you, but we'll do the main event. Let's talk about this. Um, and then you're there's one thing, a couple things I want to point out. Let's listen to it. Dating advice from a stay-at-home girlfriend. Where do we meet these high-earning men? Low-hanging fruit is the gym. Join the most expensive gym in your area. All right. And so this is something that I've often talked about, actually showed a meme of a young woman saying she paid high dollar for Equinox membership, but she didn't get the result that she intended. Women are going to gyms as to not work out all the time. They also use gym as hunting grounds. Now, if you pick up on them, if you cold approach them, if you're on their, if you're at Planet Fitness, 24-hour fitness, a place where they don't think the hunting grounds are as good, it could be harassment. Some dudes will get a couple of booty out of it. Some guys won't. She don't consider 24-hour fitness hunting grounds. Equinox, higher status gyms, higher status LA Fitness, uh, small box gyms. These are places where women go to and they pay the fee in order to get a transaction. So she looks at it as, if it's $250 a month, $250 a month, she's looking at it as, okay, what can I get to cover that? Maybe a date, maybe a date with a higher status man, maybe a relationship that will cover the cost of this. And this is, this is that, by the way, she wouldn't get shit for me looking like that, <laughs> right? Looking like this, but some guys like this, particularly the white men. All right. But, um, she didn't tell you that part that she's hunting for white men, but I'll just let you know that's what she's hunting for. All right. So anyway, because ninjas don't be up in Equinox like that unless they're a celebrity. Oh, it's in South Africa. It's a white man. Mm. <laughs> ninjas don't be up in Equinox. But um, let's continue here. She's she's so the all social all social places all social places for women are put up the, their ability to attract the best mate in those social interactions. So if a woman says she goes to the gym and she didn't go there with the intent, plausible deniability, 
to get attention from men, it's a lie. It's never true. Never true. She went there and every social element, I don't care if she's married or single, young or old, in the back of her mind, there is the possibility of leveling up just like for men, for every social interaction you do, there's a possibility of success, of sex, of sex not success. Everywhere you go is where the hoes at and who, what type of hoes are going to be there. That's how men think. How women think, there's a possibility. And she's ironing this shit out, right? Anybody who denies, she literally got a video uh, confirming this. Let's continue. Get a recommendation to join an equestrian club, golf club, bougie. All right. And so what she's going to get is married men, but that's neither here nor there. I'm sure that doesn't bother her. So equestrian clubs, golf clubs, tennis clubs. We talked about this the other day. So this is a targeting. This is a target acquired. And so she's going in for higher. These are older men, too. Not many younger men are going to be in these places. Country club recommendations. We're talking about recommendations. It's almost difficult to get if you're not in the know and in the right circles. And then you're talking about 20, 30, $40,000 a year. That's what you're talking about. And so she's targeting very high status men. Here we go. Neighborhoods. Try to live there, frequent the areas, but whatever you do, just get yourself there. All right. And so she's going, go to the suburbs. Go to the suburbs. Um, black women don't typically go to the suburbs because there's nobody there to do their hair. All right. And so they stay in the cities and deal with bum ninjas. All right. And then they wondering why they still broke. All right. But it is what it is. Suburb. What she's saying is true. As a matter of fact, let's continue. Do we just get yourself there? You know, this one make quality girlfriends. She'll introduce you to your first or fifth husband. First or fifth husband. Jesus. All right. And so uh, social circle, social circle. This woman is actually very wise. She's her game plan for Italian attracting high target men is on point all right with husband airport lounges high earning men don't hang around airport benches this is a fact this is why you guys like oh, i saw a girl at the airport um women know where to meet high status men and they know when you broke okay it's very i know you guys don't understand this women know when you broke when you pull up you know why they can smell it it's a sixth sense she knows where you're broke. She knows where broke ninjas hang out. She knows where ninjas that got money hang out. So they can sniff it. I actually told you, um, I, I went to an Equinox once. I had a guy who was a client and a friend. He actually paid for my membership to train him at an Equinox. And it was more of a more of a friendship workout stuff. And uh, one day we walking up in there in Equinox. And, all the, and this guy's like six foot one, but he's kind of big and burly uh, like a bear. He got he got long money. Okay. And uh we're both wearing sneakers and uh workout equipment, workout attire. And them women was breaking their necks. And this dude's in his 50s. He's in his 50s. At that point, I think I was barely 40. I was barely 40. Like I was like 38. I was in good shape, best shape of my life. And Equinox, best shape of your life, ain't cutting it. All right. Them girls was breaking necks on that dude. He was not, I wouldn't consider him attractive. He wasn't ugly, but they was just snapping necks. They could smell it. He got money. And he did. And you know what? I was broke as a joke. I was broke. I didn't see nobody breaking neck on me. All right. All the muscles wasn't doing shit. 
up in Equinox. Muscles don't mean shit in Equinox. <laughs> All right. Muscle means nothing. All right. There's dudes that got muscle and they got long dough. So anyway, it's a, they, they were snapping next uh, like DOS effects. Yep. But I got him another time and he got mad at me. We were at um, we went to a happy hour in Newport Beach at uh, a place I used to call 333. And um, we at the we air, we just walking around chilling. Nothing's really happening. It's kind of slow. And uh, we stayed for the night. We stayed later on to the night. We chilling. So we go to the we go to the valet and they ready to pull up his Aston. He drives an Aston Martin. He drives an Aston Martin. So they pull the Aston Martin up. And we get we get in the car. I jump in the passenger side of a best friend's ride. I jump in the passenger ride and three flatbacks coming over to me, jumping in the car, wanting to sit on my lap. I wasn't even driving the car. Oh, he was pissed. Mm. One of them gave my one of them gave me their number. So I call right away like a loser in the <laughs> I call right away. I dial her ass up. She drunk, drunk flatback Kaylee. I call her up. She says she live in Dana Point. We're in Newport Beach. I was like, all right, let's get together. Come on. I'm trying to get the skins right there. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Guess what she do? Guess what she do? She married. She married, Ninja. You wonder why I don't trust people. It has nothing to do with my relationships. I've seen wives do some despicable things out there, man. She's ready to jump on this Johnson. Gave me the number, the digits. She calling, laughing, sniggling with her friends. They drunk. She married. She married to a rich dude that lives somewhere in the hills of Dana Point, and she was jumping on my Johnson in the Aston Martin. So <laughs> I was like, damn, they was ready to get it. All right. I lost her. I lost her. Yeah, man. I think I even tried the next day to get a hold of her. It was just ringing, ring, ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> Ring, ring. It just rung off the hook. I was like, damn, I lost her. I had her on the hook. I had her. I couldn't close. But uh, anyway, people be doing despicable behavior. All right, let me do uh, this right here. We're going to get to the main event. Oh, we got one more. Here's another one. What's going on with these ladies, man? Hey, by the way, ladies, thank you for sharing social media. We love it, man. Here's another one. Look at this woman right here. Look at this woman. I mean, come on, man. This woman again, basic, basic stock factory issue. Let's hear what she has to say. Don't feel bad for not giving men physical access to you if he's paying for your dinner, for your nails, and if he's dating you. You don't owe a man anything. That is part of the dating process. If you're going to have a man in your life, he needs to be adding value to it without any strings attached. Hello, my name is Carla and Restoring Healthy Mindsets is my thing. That might sound extreme for a lot of us, but here's the thing, ladies. We've lowered our standards so much that we think that by giving a man physical access, it means we're saying thank you. No, you don't owe a man anything. A high value man will take offense at that, that you owe him something. Real men do these things for their women because they are happy to, because they want to, because they see that you are worthy of investing in. And instead of feeling bad, you shouldn't. Having access to you is expensive and it's a privilege. And if you don't believe that, me and you need to have a serious conversation. Do I think that women need to put in the inner work in order to believe it? Absolutely. You have to put in the work to feel confident, find yourself worthy, and truly believe that you're a high value woman. And I'm here to tell you that you are. We've just been so conditioned to feel less than, not even by men, but by other women. And I'm here to stop that, stop that mindset. 
And instead, know that your time, your presence is expensive. Have this standard and be the standard. So when men try coming to you and trying to convince you with money, you know that that's not enough to win your heart. <sighs> no comment no comment i mean y'all out here these people out here bugging <laughs> what in the world is she talking about living in that dog but i can tell you she lives in artesia inglewood all right somewhere off of sloshing slossing and western like what the hell is you talking about bruh oh my lord i can't take this I can't take this. All right, main event, and then we got another story after that. Then we'll get to. The, I got super chats to get to. Before, yes, uh, it's two hours and thirty minutes. We'll end with the super chats. Matt Areza, I spelt his name wrong. False alligator is in the building. We didn't even do gorditas today. All right, but it's okay. Uh, we do have a story here. False alligator. We shared this story. Matt Areza, I believe his last name is. He is, was a punter for San Diego State University. He was considered the punt god. The Buffalo Bills drafted him with a very, very high draft pick. I believe it was the first round. And before he was able to start his football career, okay, a woman came out and said that he sexually assaulted her along with multiple men on the football team. And so this is the punter right here. He's known as the punt god. And uh, let me tell you his net, his, his first contract, his first contract was worth four years, $3.8 million for a punter. Four years, $3.8 million contract with the Buffalo Bills. He had a $216,000 signing bonus with $216,000 guaranteed. Oh, they didn't. He had no money guaranteed. God dang. And an average annual salary of just under $1 million. Okay. Just under $1 million. So this is the individual here. Now, before the season started, a woman came out and pressed charges, alleging him of gang grape. And I covered this story in, in an update. And there's recently a 200, play, 200 plus page transcript detailing the exculpatory evidence in the case versus Matt Areza. And just to sum up the case, just to sum up the case and give you some background, if you haven't heard this story, a 17-year-old young woman in California, which the age of consent is 18, decided to go to a party at party school, San Diego State. If you've ever not been to San Diego State, it's a party school. Everybody knows it's a party school. It's right up there with Arizona State and UC Santa Barbara. All right, and so uh, this young woman from just outside of San Diego decided to go with her friends to a high school party. I'm sorry, to a college party. In the transcript, it reveals that she identified herself as an 18-year-old. All right, in many cases, it doesn't matter. Um, what she identifies as, it matters what she actually is. But in this case, they're not pursuing any statutory uh, charges against these guys. Please understand that. There's no statutory on the table. The woman presented herself as 18 several times, even on video. And then she also was drinking and partying. Not only was she drinking and partying, she was getting guts ran. She literally had sex consensually with Matt it earlier in the evening and then later in the evening is recording herself getting a train yang ran on her mm. on video. 
Boy, they start early out here. This is why you guys got to watch out for these young people. Don't think that people are young, dumb, and innocent, and then they turn 18 and they ready to be out in these streets. So in California, you need to be 21 to consume alcohol. She's basically put herself in this situation, and they're not giving her any leeway, right? They're not going to be like, well, she was young. Nope, nope. They holding her completely responsible for her actions of the evening, which I agree with. And let me read through it. Last August, or last August, just days after earning the starting job as the Buffalo Bills punter, rookie Matt Areza was the subject of a civil lawsuit. All right. This is why there's no criminal charges. This is why they're not pursuing statutory. This is not why they're because it's, she started a civil lawsuit. All right. And so there's no criminal element to it. And it says right here, alleging that he and two San Diego State football teammates participated in a gang rape of an intoxicated 17-year-old girl. With little known, uh, while little was known publicly, San Diego police has spent 10 months on the case before forwarding it to the district attorney without recommendation for prosecution. So I, I covered this part. They declined to press charges against him. But he was cut from the Buffalo Bills. And only thing he got was his $218,000 guarantee. So he lost his job. He lost his starting position. He lost his job. He got his $218,000. And he also got the lawsuit. And he didn't get criminal charges pressed. All right. So they declined to prosecute. Why? They was like, this shit don't make no sense. And the Buffalo Bills said that they also knew about the incident, investigated it, and decided to employ Ariza anyway but the graphic allegations in the civil lawsuit however created a public frenzy it included a claim that during the October 15 2021 party at the house near San Diego State's campus Ariza led the girl into the bat a bedroom where at least three other men waited once inside Ariza threw the girl on the bed face first guys I mean listen let me continue the girl went in and out of consciousness while suffering through the horrific gang grape. This is according to her. It lasted an hour and a half, the lawsuit read, uh, before she stumbled out of the room bloody and crying, in part because multiple piercings had ripped through the skin during the attack. Within eighty, within the days, Bill's cut Areza, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name right, who, uh, due to his record-making NCAA career at an average of 82 yards punt in the preseason game, Wow. He says he earned the nickname Punk God and uh, says we think it is the best move for everyone to move on from Matt and let him take care of this situation. This is according to the general manager of the Buffalo Bills. And he remained out of football despite uh, prosecutors announcing on December 7th, 2022, that after conducting their own 124 day investigation, that they wouldn't press any criminal charges in the case. However, few details, let alone their reason or reasoning and additional exculpatory evidence was included in their initial statement. All right, so let's get to it now. This is the 200-page transcript and 100-minute meeting obtained by Yahoo Sports where a deputy district attorney offered a detailed explanation to the girl and her attorney. All right, here it is right here. Perhaps most notably, the district attorney's office concluded that Matt, the punk guy, couldn't have led the girl into the alleged gang grape because he had left the home at 12.30 a.m., an hour prior to when evidence suggested the alleged gang rape would have occurred, all right? And so he's not even there. Now, 
Quote, he wasn't even at the party anymore, according to the deputy di district attorney, Trisha Amador, explained to the girl. So she's confronting the girl with this evidence. Later, Amador stated of the timeline of events, quote, all I know is that at that point, suspect Areza is gone from the party. Additionally, prosecutors told the girl that video recordings of the incident in the bedroom made it impossible to determine, let alone prosecute anyone on whether there was gang rape at all that night rather than consensual sex with other men, a.k.a. They have the video and it looks like she's participating. Quote, in looking at the video of the sex tape, I absolutely cannot prove any forcible sexual assault based upon what happened. The accuser's attorney, Dan Glennian or Gillian, could not be reached for comment. Of course not. In a statement to Fox Digital News, Gillian said his client won't be bullied into dropping the civil lawsuit. Of course not. It's not going to happen. This case is going to trial and we'll force Eraser to talk. All right. Says right here. And uh, Gillian said uh, that the uh, he told the news reporting agency that the witness who prosecutors based their opinion that the punk guy was not present during the alleged great was a buddy. Let's continue. There's a lot here. The dual investigation by police and prosecutors including included over 35 witnesses interviewed. And it says right here, including some of the girl's friends who went to the party with her that night, the result of a sexual assault team exam conducted the following day and 10 search warrants that provided four terabytes of information, including numerous short videos and some of some of the alleged encounters. It says right here, they led authorities to come to a vastly different conclusion that uh, than what was alleged in the civil lawsuit. Prosecutors explained it to the girl and her representatives in a sensitive and detailed manner during the meeting, allowing for questioning and pushback from the girl and her attorney. Let's get to this right here. Areza's, whose life has been paralyzed since being named in the lawsuit, hopes it's enough for NFL teams to give him a second look. It says he and two other players named in the suit vehemently denied any gang great knowledge that the girl was below California's age of consent or whether she was intoxicated and uh, says any contact by him was consensual. Now here essentially are the local prosecutors making this case for him via a recording that uh, that not every jurisdiction provides. Here it is. The most powerful evidence for him came from the number of short videos of the encounter between the girl and two or three men in the bedroom Timestamp showed it occurred at 1.30 a.m. Citing witnesses and other information, prosecutors conclude that punk God left the party at 12.30. The lawsuit additionally alleges that he, the punk God, knew and sh or should have known that the girl was only 17 and that she was heavily intoxicated. However, the girl and some of her other friends became aware a party was being thrown at the house just blocks away from San Diego State. The group left. The group let themselves in through the back gate. Okay, so they let themselves in. Witnesses interviewed from the party, including two of the girl's own friends whom she arrived with, said she didn't appear to be drunk at the time. Other witnesses said the girl was telling people she was 18. All right, so she's telling people, no, we can't see her because she's a victim. Allegedly, she's probably a Kaylee. A witness who was in the house gave a statement saying that at least one point in the party, 
that you made similar statements telling people at the party you were 18. Amador explained to the accuser, another witness at the party, and this is a female deputy district attorney confronting the young lady. Just remember that. It's not a male. And so they put a woman on charge of this. And she says another witness at the party, a different one, said that they specifically heard you say you were 18. Okay. There was additional evidence cited by Amador from a recording during a party the night before at a different residence where the girl says on camera that she is 18. Okay. All right. And so there she is there presenting herself as 18, at least on camera at a different time. Now, let's get to the uh, train game. The civil lawsuit alleges that soon after the girls arrived at the party, she was separated from her friends and Matt led her over to the side yard of the house where he was told to perform sex against her consent. Areza, however, has maintained that he never left her in the private area of the backyard, that she walked back there while he was urinating. So he taking a piss and here she come apex predator. We got, we guys got to understand women target women choose. All right. And so this woman found out, Oh, he going to the NFL. I'm going to get him. Maybe she doesn't know he's going to the NFL, but she sure found out fast that he was going to the NFL. Witnesses testify a uh, witnesses testimony again, include the girl's friends played a role in prosecutors declining to drop the charge. The witnesses say, that shortly after you arrived at the party, you left and came back shortly thereafter, Amador said. And you told a friend, I just had sex. You didn't appear unhappy. You appeared to be having fun and that the encounter on the side of the house with Matt was consensual. Guys, remember, remember when it comes to sex, it's the easiest and fastest thing women can do. It doesn't take all this drum up. They can go up and offer a guy and it can be over in five to 10 minutes that fast. And she's back with her pants on. All right. This gets weird. So Matt Areza scored that fast, that fast. All right. High value target. He was taking a piss and all of a sudden she was dropping neck. It's barbecue in there. By the way, by the way, for all people that, that are taking notes, how much did Matt Areza pay for this sexual encounter? Keep notes. How much did Matt Areza pay for the sexual cat? Was it free sex? Ask yourself that. Not only that, there was no romance. This idea that women need romance and, and rose petals and, and, and all of this shit in a hotel room and they need a, a big bathtub. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't need that. All right, especially at a young age when they're getting started. I wanted to feel special. No. Okay. He paid zero. This ninja paid let me let me give you the data again. Three point eight million dollars. That was three point eight million dollars worth of peace league. <laughs> OK, men, you better start looking at it this way. If you want to be a high value man, you better start looking at it this way. It was free at the moment, but the ninja paid three point eight million dollars for it in the end. OK, there's undeniable. It, he thought it was a free sex, but that was a very expensive piece of peace league. <laughs> All right. And so now she's telling her friends she had sex and you didn't appear unhappy. You appeared to be having fun and you said it was consensual. Amador also explained to the girl that additional witnesses testimony alleged that at this, this material period, sorry, this period of time, 
you were approaching men at the party saying, I want you to F me. And if you don't F me, you're a, a, a it's expletive. Let's go back. Let's go back. According to witnesses, including her friends, she's at the party and ninjas ain't one ninja ran no game on her. <laughs> no game needed. Oh, was it the G-A-Y? So, wow, she's the predator. So she must have been said he was a, a gay. Says here, according to the testimony, you were approaching men at the party saying, I want you to F me. And if you don't F me, you're you are a F or you're a G-A-Y. Unbelievable. All right, this is a 17-year-old underage minor. While the civil lawsuit claimed that right after the uh, punk god encounter in the side yard ninja, side backyard around pissy, it says the football player led her into a bedroom. The timeline established by authorities was much different. Prosecutors said that shortly after being with Matt, witnesses said the girl again left her group and came back to report she had had sex with a different man. Again, prosecutors explained witnesses suggested it was consensual. Where's Martin Luther at? Hi, yi, yi. This girl is home. Nay. And listen, no judgments here. Just stay in your lane, baby. Yikes. No game needed. But these ninjas all paid too. This is according to the story. And quote, this is what the deputy district attorney, female attorney saying. You had returned and then came back and said you had sex with a guy. Then uh, this would be, or this would have been the second person that would have been in the progression of the evening, Amador said. Again, you're described as being okay, not scared or distraught, seemed happy, seemed consensual. Then again, says, again, you're not intoxicated at this point, that anybody would know your intoxication level to this point, that uh, they would not be able to tell you wouldn't be able to give consent. All right, so this is what they're reading to her. All right, there's even more. Guys, there's more. There's more. There's more reckless activity here. This timeline prosecutors pieced together suggested that this encounter occurred at 12.55 a.m., about a half hour after Matt had left the house. He already got his piece leaving his nut. He out of there. This incident occurred on a living room sofa with one of the football players who was also named in a civil lawsuit. Parts of this encounter were filmed on a cell phone. Prosecutors said the footage from the cell phone did not suggest any forced behavior. Quote, deputy, uh, it says right here, there's nothing in the video that sounds like you're saying stop or this hurts or anything like that. This is an investigator for the San Diego County District Attorney's Office, and this is what he said at the meeting. His name is Ted. The prosecutors offered to show the girl and her lawyers all of the videos that called, they called from cell phones. So she's having public sex around with people. The girl watched one during the meeting before deciding that was enough. She didn't want to she didn't want to watch more. 
None of the lawyers in the civil case or Matt himself have seen the videos because they involve sex with an underage girl. All right. And so it's probably still child for it's child prawn if you have possession of it. Matt's legal team is trying to acquire the videos through a court order as a way to defend himself against the allegations. And it says right here, Gillian wrote in the court filing that Matt not appearing on any of the brief videos does not prove he wasn't there, just that he wasn't filmed. Okay, that's their uh, defense. Prosecutors said that videos from the bedroom show that her piercings were not ripped at the time and she was not bleeding from any wounds from it. Amador said her behavior on the videos made prosecutors um, made prosecuting anyone for grape impossible. I don't see any elements of force being used in the encounter, Amador said. And the civil lawsuit is continuing and requires a third a lower threshold of proof than criminal charges. Yes. Okay. So a preponderance of evidence versus um, unanimous decision right there. So. Man, what do you take of this, man? That's an interesting story. Interesting story here. Let me get to the Super Chats. Then if we have time, what do you think? Matt Right, Matt should be back in the NFL. Um, we do have draft. We do have uh, training camps opening up, but the case is still going. So as long as the case is going, team's probably not going to touch him. But it appears that this woman's lying, and she was fully into it. I believe she brought this up. This is my opinion. She brought this forward. For two reasons. Number one, her friends probably called her all kind of names. Not the men. The men used her and discarded her. The friends were like, wait till we tell everybody what you was doing at the party, at the college party. And her reputation was about to get dragged. That's number one. Number two, she found out that one of the men was an NFL prospect. Okay. <laughs> so somebody said punters are a dime a dozen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you would. Yeah. So anyway, let me get to these super chats, man. What a what a world, man. What a world we live in. We got Stony Montana. He says he can't tell y'all how much the ex-wife is. All right. I'm out of I'm out of a uh, sequence. Shout out to Big Black Bubba. He says with a sponsorship. I'm living. He says no pause. All right. As I say his name, Big King Brodica says. Um, if it benefits the man or makes the man happy, social media will find a way to shame it. Point blank, passport gang makes a lot more sense these days. Yeah, Western culture, our traditions are dead. All right, but we also want to double dip on the benefits of tradition. So this is the problem. I'm not just going to say women are dead, dating dead. I mean, it is, but we're transitioning to new traditions. With that being said, as we're transitioning, when people want to benefit, they reach back over here. Oh, bring back tradition. But then they want to go progression. I think progressive. I think that is where disingenuous nature comes in. Right? It's, it's the same as the wife. I was a stay-at-home mom and I have to take care of the kids. And then uh, before, the, before the marriage, she's like, I want to be strong and independent. Then she goes to the court. Oh, man, I can't do it. I can't do it out here. I can't survive. I need some money. Roberto Moreno says, shout out to De Niro. It ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Go. Shout out to you. Homer says, I'll buy her groceries after I clap them cheeks. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that at all. All right, to an extent. Notorious NIG. If the DA refused refuses to prosecute, what they are inadvertently admitting is that a minor can, in fact, consent 
Sounds like a precedent is being set. I think so, too. And um, the danger of this is I think if she pursued it criminally, these men could have charges that stem from the underage minor. But the fact that she chose the civil route to go get money, civilly, they can't be charged like they can't like it went to the it went to the prosecutor and it went to potentially try to get criminal charges. They looked at the video. They couldn't even go. We're going to give them statutory. That's how bad it was. Mm. <laughs> and she lied about, but guys, lying about age is no protection, right? And so in this case, it happened to be, but I think the reason it is is because it's on tape, right? They saw what she was doing. They was like, boy, not only did she have the incidences on tape, they have the admission, they have her own friends turning against her, and they have her on video the previous night saying she's 18, so it's getting different out here. It's getting weird. It's getting weird. But yeah, she lied about her age and that got her caught up. Guys, uh, tell your daughters, your nieces, your cousins. Uh, this is this is highly possible for people that are in here in the field that dealing with younger women. You better ask for some IDs. All right. Shout out to Mac Money Miguel. We're going to call you girl accused my cousin of S.A. to her when she was 16. I'm not sure what the rest says. All right. Uh, so a girl accused my cousin of S.A. Uh, to her. And was she 16? How old was he? Uh, by the way, these these allegations are are steeped in our history. And we're going to talk. We could talk about false allegations here. Uh, statistics wise, they say um, it's hard to um, it's hard to determine what the actual statistics are. But the. I've depending on where you get the information, the rate of false reports are uh, consistently very low, ranging from two to 10 percent. All right. But then you also have this that says the majority of SAs are estimated and estimated 63 percent are never reported. Again, I've used this same thing as to prove never, uh, men never reporting domestic violence. Men never report report being abused. But the data don't work the same <laughs> when I report it. The data don't work the same all of you. I'd be like, men are abused too. Well, when, where? They just don't report it. Well, they don't count. Mm. I'm sorry. I got to draw a hard line. I got to draw a hard line. Well, look. <laughs> so if there's 68% are unreported, how do we, how do you determine what are true or false? It's, it's, all right. Rich, the gang says, that's you coach. Appreciate the game. Be careful out here. I also draw a hard line between intoxicated women that are strangers okay strange now if i go with a woman she's intoxicated but i know her already and we've already we've already had an intimate relationship it's different but if it's a strange woman and she shows up drunk i'll be like that's okay <laughs> guys the biggest discipline that you can have is discipline with your salami never let a man call you simp never let a woman call you gay for not fornicating for turning peace leave down Turn it down, Ninja. What's wrong with turning down peace leave? Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's the best thing you can do, and it proves you're in a position of power. And if they got to call you names for doing you, you say, oh, you should have hit it, and you'll get No drunk women. No drunk women at the club, man. I draw a hard line on that because, <laughs> because they're too vulnerable. They crazy and cuckoo, first of all, to be publicly intoxicated. That's not a target. That's a damn lawsuit. Anyway. 
All right, shout out to Lyle Pocket says, when you said DJ better bachelor, I imagine Joker on the turntables. I don't know if you know Joker's, Joker's history. All right, he'll tell you he used to put the one, he used to be on the ones and twos spinning backwards. All right, with his hand like this, with the headset cutting. Shout out to Joker. Did I get uh, Kevin Sullivan? Yeah, watch the movie Divorce Corp. Did I get our brother that sponsor, another co-sponsor? I did. All right, and then PayPal, and then we'll do an ender, an ender bender. We got a woman that deleted her husband, but she actually paraded herself around as a victim. Oh, shit. They got me putting together puzzles on PayPal. They didn't lock me out, man. They was like, y'all getting, you getting sponsorships. All right, I got, how many people I got on PayPal? We got, uh, did I get J. Cool? One, two, three, four. We got a few. All right, so let me do four, then get back to the show, then come back. We got uh, J. Cool says, Coach, as a Bills Mafia fan, today's topic is very important to me. However, many are saying, are simply saying, oh, well, moving on. He says, What's get me, what gets me is that normies are still shocked and surprised when this happens, and many are replying with wishful thinking. Sad. I mean, guys, um, I don't know if you know the, the you know, I'm not afraid to cover this. Uh, campus sexual assaults are highly surrounded around drugs and alcohol, which makes it difficult to prove. So I'm going to advise if you have a daughter, you should be telling her, enter at your own risk. I'm not telling you not to have fun, but if you're going to go around drinking and going around uh, a situation, we got to hold people accountable. Look, don't put yourself in that situation. The reason why these cases get um, uh, many feminists or women's rights advocates, they get mad when these prosecutions don't go forward they get mad because they're like they're not taking women seriously. But the party, the part of the problem is there's alcohol and drugs and there's passing out and there's accusations and there's the man's drunk. This is problematic. It doesn't make it easy to solve. So they got to think we can't take this to a jury. Why? Number one, the man was drunk, too. Now, the women say, what's wrong with that? They say, what's wrong with the man being drunk? Like, first of all, you're saying you cannot consent if you were drunk. That's the basis of your conversation. So he's drunk, too. Can he consent? And if you say he can and you can't, there's a problem. That, that's a major problem because now you got to convince a jury that a man is able to consent. You got to set the precedent that men can consent when they're drunk and women cannot. That's a super-duper double standard, and in the olden days, that can work, but not today. You can't make that case that easily that today. Like, that's going to require a whole bunch of, you're going to have to jump a whole bunch of, you're going to have to ignore a whole bunch of information. Okay, now you have that. Then you're going to have witnesses on both sides that say she was asking for it, and clearly in this case, she was running around telling men to hit, she was trying to have sex, and then some witness is going to say she was passed out. This happened in uh, Alabama. This happened in Alabama. There was a case of a football player at Hoover High School. I think he was a running back, and uh, they both were minors at the time, and it was a big case, and they drug his ass, and then they had to come to a conclusion that they could not prosecute him. They had, they had to come to an agreement where he had to plead down because he was drunk, she was drunk. It was a he said, she said. She actually was fine with it until she went to school and they was calling her a hoe. And then some women, her, her, two of her friends were saying she was asking for it. Two of her friends said she was passed out.
when it when it comes to alcohol and drugs, all bets are off. All bets are off. It was at Hoover High School in Alabama. It was the 2020 cover. So now when you combine that, what you need to tell people is, man, look, you guys are playing with fire. Sure, have fun and party, but then when you want to act sober and you guys are both partying, it's going to be tough to prove. Sad, sad case. All right, and it is what it is. So it's not the case that this that they're not protecting women. It's the fact that people are putting themselves in these positions, both genders, and shit happens. Where are we at? Coachy says, my one-eyed ex-chick, her rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I had to listen to the chicken box. He says, but I got the cheeks. He says, then when she said, that's you, you got a lot to say here. And that's you. I told her I was still hurt. She monkey branched in, returned her to these streets. Her natural habitat. If I was stuck in 2018, I would have taken the bait like a monkey chimpanzee. Thank you for everything that you do. Shout out to Law Pockets. And that's you. All right. Shout out to Law Pockets. Uh, much of it has to do with the reputation, right? Her, uh, You know, if, if she does, because a lot of women get frisky and handsy when they get drunk. A lot of them get their inhibitions lowered. You can look up the data and then they get handsy. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, they give up the cheeks. They were happy. And then girls start calling them hoes. Dudes start looking at them, trying to get them. Uh, they trying to get in line. All right. We got our man, Jermaine. Not you, Jermaine. It is all Jermaine fault. It's always Jermaine fault. He says free agent lifestyle. All right, where are we at here? They get flirty. Flirty's part of the game for women, right? I always call it flirting to them has this component. Deadly Edley says it's either girls like me day or girls don't like me day. I found that it's all random. It is random, completely random. And I wear the same style clothes and hairs every day. Yeah, because women are random. One day you handsome and smell good. The next day you dirty, dusty, broke, and you stink. But uh, women flirting has this component. They win if they get to get things and don't give up the draws. They lose if they give up the draws and they didn't get anything. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Women love to flirt because the benefit of flirting is they get stuff, right? It's kind of like the owl. Oh, I'm flirting. They get attention and, you know, you get, you, you get to stick around longer and you might get a drink or two out of it. And she gets worked up and she can just go home to her vibrator leaving you there with blue balls. She don't give a shit. <laughs> she get the time and she get all of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell me more. What would you do? Uh-huh. Oh, what type of girl? Oh, what do you like me to do? Ooh, you like to bend it over? And there's sexual endo, uh, touching, all of these things, right? Drunk, you know, liquid courage. And for her, that gets her worked up. She might be able to call somebody else over to go finish the job. She'll call somebody else over to finish the job. <laughs> that's part of what they do. She was like, I'm all worked up. She'll call somebody over. She leaking and soft and wet. Somebody else come clap that cheek. Okay. Now, she won, she won because she didn't have to give in to you. She got, she got money, energy, attention, and time or drinks. She got that. She got warmed up. Tyrone was there waiting for her when she pulled up, getting dro got dropped off by the Uber. All right. Now, she loses when you trade all of that, barely trade it, it's worth about $20, and then she finds herself 10 toes up, wake up the next morning leaking with crust on her lips. Now she's going to play the I don't remember what happened, I blacked out shit. 
<laughs> right. All right. I don't remember what happened and how did I got here and my panties was around my ankles and shit like that. Right. Then she got to play like, I don't know what. <laughs> Where we at? All right. And so it's a tough thing, man. It's hard to figure out because there's no cameras to detect it. The flirt game. Always know that. Know what the flirt game is. Women win when they get and don't have to give up. They lose when they get little and or nothing and they give up the cheeks. That's their whole that's their whole game. Guys, women play games. They go out to the nightclub with no purse, no wallet. And they like, we're going to get five, five numbers, 55 numbers, 28 cold approaches. We're going to get 10 drinks. <laughs> and they walk out high-fiving each other. Look at what we did. All right. Deadly Italy, if I had to go to a strip club, I'll go on no cover charge Wednesdays. Go straight to the lap dance to avoid one drink minimum rule and tip the DJ to play the full Bohemian Rhapsody song during my lap dance. All right. That's a good strategy. Somebody said, how much is little? Two drinks. That's as little as it going to be get. We got a co-sponsorship. We got this. I'm ready, All right. Man. Wow. He says, what's good, coach? This is from our man, Hakeem, not Hakimi. This transition to the dark side has made me realize I was putting up with some bullshit. Exactly. Headed to the JUCO a few times. Set the time to meet. When I picked her up, she was ready to go. Had that joint ready, too. There's no waiting. Um, he said, there's no waiting another 30 minutes while she's still getting ready, hearing things like a baddie, like a baddie needs time to get ready, blah, blah, blah. This Juco looks better than these normies. I told you, once you go Juco, you never come back. He says it, it, it uh, looks better than the normies that I've dealt with in the past. Not only that, they say thank you while in the restaurant before getting another drink. They ask for it first. Yep. And he says, if they can get another, they ask first. He says, man, I am mad at myself for dealing with this mess from normies all these years. Glad I came across your channel. Free agent last off a life. Yep. Somebody said he hacked the system. Guys, when you go JUCO, it's hard to come back. Some of the people will say this. Oh, these women don't respect you. They out for your money and this and that. Dude, they be treating you super duper nice. Now, remember, it's all an act. Even when you go out on a woman on a date, it's all an act. No woman's her true self on a date. All she wants to know is how she can get as much as she can without giving up, without giving up as, as much as she wants. Polite, respectful, on time. It's kind of like a job performance. All right, so it's all an act. I know when dudes want to segment and dice up, well, no, 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 you're not going, no, no, it's all an act. You just got to understand just put it, put them all in the same category. Stop dicing them up. Y'all be wanting to dice up who the skeezers are, who the sluts are. You want to dice up who the good girls are. You want to dice up who the wives are. You want to dice up who the church girls are. You want to dice up who the college girls are, who the strippers are in the street. Y'all dicing them up like this. And then you say, I'm only going to deal with these girls. Then you're like, I want to get the church girls and the nerd girls and the furries. And I want to get the stop dicing them up, Ninja. At one point in their lives, they was all of the piece of the pie. And on any given year, they another girl on any given day. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. On any given day, 
the girl can wake up and choose to be the girl she wants. Not only that, with any given man, she can be whatever girl she represents herself is. So she, let's say there's five girls. I'm sorry, there's five guys and there's one girl. That girl is a different girl to all five of those guys. That girl is a different girl to all five of those guys. One guy going to pick her up. Oh, this is my good girl. The other guy going to pick her up. This is my sneaky link. This is my bust down baby. This girl, this guy going to pick her up. He going to take her to church and Bible study. This guy going to pick her up. <laughs> this the committed relationship ninja. This guy going to pick her up. This is called the spectrum. This is called the spectrum. This is my friend. This is my partner. This is my homie. Same girl, different act, <laughs> right? It is what it is. All right, shout out to Rational Rationality. says, got a JUCO 304 to let me use her meal plan. All right. Oh, wow. That's actually a good one. And Keith says, understand she's not yours. It's just your turn. Maintain focus on your purpose. Proceed accordingly. 100%. Yep. All right. Quick story about a Utah resident. And this will be quick. And I'll finish up on any remaining Super Chats. Thank you for the contributions. And thank you to our boy, Lion Empire Legal. My Lord. Okay. Utah woman capitalizes on husband's death and now is charged for it. Let's take you to the story. And we're going to Flatback Central, Utah. Says right here, she wrote a children's book. This is how deceitful they are. She wrote a, not saying women, but this woman. She wrote a child's book on grief after her husband died. Now she's charged for his deletion. Not say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Let's briefly read this article. And LA Times has let us in on the article. That's a rarity. This appeared today in the LA Times at 3.55 a.m. Thanks for the brothers on Locals that share stories. Get on my Locals, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, here it is right here. After her husband died last year, she wrote a children's book on grief. Now she's charged with his deletion. Her name is Corey Richens. She was arrested Monday in Utah and is accused in charge. Oh wait, accused in charging documents of poisoning her husband with a lethal dose of fentanyl at their home somewhere in a small mountain town near Park City called Camas or Camas. Prosecutors allege, and she's innocent until proven guilty, that Corey Richens called authorities in the middle of the night in March 22 to report that her husband Eric was cold to the touch. The mother of three told officers that she had made her husband a mixed vodka drink to celebrate her his sale of a home, real estate agent, and then went to soothe one of their kids to sleep in the children's bedroom. She later returned and upon finding her husband unresponsive, called 911. A medical examiner later found five times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his system, which can sometimes it ain't very much. All right, the fentanyl, you don't need a lot. In addition to the deletion charge, Richens also faced charges involving the alleged possession of GHB. That is the date grape judge uh, drug, the date rape drug, drug. All right, so anyway, the charges which are based on officers' uh, interactions with Richens that night and the account of an unnamed acquaintance, her, her <laughs> that means the guy she was cheating on, 
who claims to have sold her the fentanyl, come two months after Richens appeared on a local television to promote Are You With Me, a picture book she wrote to help children cope, cope after the death of a loved one. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, she was sleeping with the drug dealer, uh, more likely. For the TV segment um, titled Good Things Utah, which I've appeared on that, by the way. <laughs> they still got that shit. All right, I've appeared on there twice. All right, Richens called, and y'all niggas going to be digging it out. I got some, hey, go dig it up if you want. All right, Richens called her husband's death unexpected and described how it sent her and her three boys reeling. For children, she says, grieving was about, quote, making sure that their spirits is always alive at home. Well, what about your husband's spirit? All right, or his spirit. What is that? All right, it says right here. It's, you know, explaining to my kid just because he's not present here with us physically doesn't mean his present isn't here with us. Damn, they cold as hell. They cold as hell out here, bro. It says right here, she uh, told the uh, anchors who commended her as an amazing mother. My Lord, Rich's attorney, Sky Lazaro, declined to comment on the charges Innocent until proven guilty. Hi, yi, yi. What I'm gonna tell you is, um, what I'm gonna tell you is many. I'm gonna tell you the three ways most people lose their lives or their finances: proximity, uh, likeness, and or relative relation. I know you guys are scared of strangers, and yes, you should be on your P's and Q's. You should also be ready to stay your ground. But sometimes the people you sleep in the bed with sometimes sometimes can be just as dangerous as any stranger out there. In fact, they statistically are more dangerous. Okay. Proximity, likeness. They look like you and or relation. These are some of the worst things that do happen to you. So you must be on your P's and Q's. Mandatory says, hey, coach, can you do a live about female narcissists? <laughs> Um, no, because that word gets thrown around so much that it doesn't have much meaning. So it's hard to determine what a female nar narcissist is, uh, narcissist is because you can turn that back and just apply it to the male. So I've gotten rid of narcissist as a vocabulary word because people just use it around to accuse the other person. Like, for instance, um, a male can say, my, I got a female narcissist. And then, that, and then you'll find that the woman in his life is calling him a narcissist, too. Mm. However... I say other terms, apex predator. I say bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, how much that affects um, women versus men. And then I also attribute that narcissism is a quality of these disorder so that if you are dating a woman that has BPD and or bipolar uh, per, uh, personality, borderline, per whatever it is, any one of them, which they're more likely to have it than men, you probably have a narcissist on your hand. If they're claiming mental health issues, in fact, depression, anxiety, um, stress, any of those things, that can produce a narcissist quality. So just look it up. I mean, I've done a stream on that already. Those those people literally see themselves as a victim, and then they see the other, they see themselves as the as the priority oftentimes. So if they admit to having any of those things and and are on prescribed medication, and then blame you for a relationship. Odds are that's the narcissist. Now, that's odds are. Mm. 
odds are you just found who the narcissist was. All right. Because they they are already admitting that they have some qualities that lead to narcissism. Shout out to Miles Garrett. Women hold. He says women hold women accountable. Once she starts acting like a 304, her friends call her out for messing up the game. Then she calls and cries grape and has to enter into the Liars Hall of Fame. This is true. Mm. I think women have been more. Uh, this is my opinion of where society has fallen. Of course, I have a lot of them. But women used to be the gatekeepers to women's behavior, right? You you used to have to, women used to have to pass the litmus test, litmus test to their social surroundings of their own friends group, their own community and such. And mostly the women, the women in their church, like women were the ones that held women accountable for their actions. That's how it used to work. And these were the elders. These were the women who were be like, mm -mm, that fast ass girl. It wasn't the men. In fact, men would be in the same social setting and hear a woman say that fast ass girl. And he'd be trying to clap her cheeks. <clears throat> then come out calling her a hoe. See any black church. As an example of this. Okay. Pastor will call all kind of girls, hoes and skeezers and be clapping their cheeks back in the church's uh, office. All right, but but he's only going off of the recommendation of the woman. She easy. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Now, in today's culture, women don't do that no more. They actually have had, had things say, you can't slut shame, right? You can't judge a book by its cover. God, only God can judge me. And then women have collectively said, we're no longer going to gatekeep women's behavior. In fact, if you do, you're a pick me. You're a pick me if you gatekeep women's behavior. So now on their side, anything goes. Even the older women now are trying to mimic the younger women, right? Oh, it's a free for all sexually. I want to be like these younger hoes, right? And so women in their 50s, 40s, and 50s, they trying to be 20 and 30 year olds. When in the past, in our past tradition, they gatekeep the women's behavior, the men did not have to. Now the mothers are out. Now they're doing, can you tell? Yeah, Deacon clap cheeks. Can you tell which woman is the daughter and the mother? You actually had the video where I showed you the mother had, uh, the mother was a grandmother and had a 21-year-old daughter that had an 11-year-old daughter. Right? You see what I mean? I think that's where our traditions have changed. We have to acknowledge that that's the case. Women can no longer talk about other women's behaviors because they will get checked. And not because of, that changed as a culture. Social media has allowed this to accelerate fast. The fire burns fast. Thus, it's out of control. So the behavior is not going to get checked fast enough. And then, um, you know, um, it's kind of like when men trick, when men simp, we call men out. Women don't call men simping out. Like, women don't call behaviors that men will call simping to check men. Women don't call that simping. They call that, that's a good guy. He's nice. He's a gentleman. So each gender are supposed to hold each other accountable before we have a meeting of the minds. Today, both genders cannot call everybody else's behavior out to have a meeting of the minds. So this is part of the problem. All right, this is just my opinion. Anyway, JFlow, last one says KJP said that the U.S. is not a deadbeat nation. And he says, we all know that what a... Uh, that that what wait we all know that's what a jab was at Jermaine. Shout out to the CGA and the coach. I'm I'm messing your thing up. Who is KJP? That's what's throwing me off. KJP. 
KGB said that the U.S. is not a deadbeat nation. We all know that was a jab at Jermaine. Shout out to the CGA, the Kang, and the Coach Gang. I got it right. It is all Jermaine's fault. Who's KJP? It's always Jermaine's fault. Oh, Kareem. Oh, that little cabbage patch chick. That cabbage patch chick. Oh, man, let me pull her up real quick. I got a little thing for that little cabbage patch girl. All right, I will do some things to that little Cabbage Patch doll. Let me see if I can pull her name up. All right, I saw her twerking the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She a little Cabbage Patch head ass. All right, let me see if I can find her. She was twerking at the club. <laughs> I got a little thing for that little Cabbage Patch kid. All right, where's she at? I can't find the video. They didn't scrubbed it off the internet. All right, she can get it. She can get it. That little, yeah, she uh, want to be icy spicy. I don't know what it is. She like not my type, but I will, I will do something to that thing. For some reason, I got, let me see if I can find her here. Apparently she twerking over here. Okay. That, I want her hair to be bigger on that one. <laughs> All right. Bring her over here. That little thing. All right. She got probably a little junk in her trunk. I mess with her. All right. I, you know. I can't find it. I can't find a video of her twerking. And everybody was all irate. I don't like any of her politics. I, I cannot listen to her. But if she wanted to come over and dance for CGA, I'd let her. <laughs> all right. Let me see if I can pull her up. Korean. Let me see her. Corinne Jean-Pierre. I'll pull her up just so you guys don't know who she who she is. And she's a, I think she's a, a reading rainbow too. So that's gonna mess it up. But that don't mess it up. They there's no such thing as reading rainbow women. Y'all want ALC? This woman right here. I call her a little cabbage patch right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she reading rainbow, but there she is with that curly dome right there. I'll take that down. Yeah, I'll take it down. She not, she super not my type, but I'll take it down. <laughs> All right, anyway. Yeah, I'm reprehensible. For some reason, I don't know, man. Something about her. <laughs> Maybe it's the chocolatey skin that's getting me. Her skin is amazingly chocolatey. And I know she put the best, bestest of creams on her skin. Now, she's not a target or nothing, but if she was here, let me see what is, how, what is her height? She got to be like five foot two. Let me see something here. See what her height is. He five seven. All right. She don't look that tall. Well, she, oh, no, five three. She little cabbage patch kid. It's the chocolatey skin. All right. We got our brother Winnie. Sorry. Wisdom Vision Production. Just started my Invisalign dental treatment today. Paid in full. Isn't that great? He says, excited to finally fix my smile. I was talking to a girl about this, and all she asked was why I would spend so much on my teeth. I remember thinking about how much she always spending on her hair, the hypocrisy. People always hating when you're trying to better yourself, and a lot of meet you at the finish line ninjas out there. Yes, indeed. 100%. And so she knows you about to be out of her league when you get your teeth fixed. All right, so she like feeling a certain way. Man, I'm going to tell you, having good teeth is underestimated. And if you do have good teeth and your kids have busted crooked teeth, fix your teeth. Fix your kids' teeth. 
Miguel Money says he broke up with her and she did it to ruin him, all right? And that was the girl that accused him, your cousin, of uh, assault. All right, I think we got everybody. I do like to make sure I got everybody on the way out. If you got kids, man, get them kids some damn braces. It's life-changing. Spend the extra money. If not, they're going to be these 30-year-old with braces. Anyway, I think we're done. And yes, we are. Thank you for the great show. Appreciate the contributions. Shout out to Lion Eagle uh, e Eagle Empire. Lion League. <laughs> Let me get this shit right. He like, come on, man. I ain't going to drop a bag and then you get my name wrong. It is for the haters that are going to target this guy. It is Lion Empire Legal. All right, Lion Empire Legal. And thank you for also, we had our other brother in here with the four, $400 gift, and that was from De Niro Tranquilo. We had a lot of brothers in here donating. Appreciate you. Shout out to the Coast Gang. And, and we out of here, brothers. Hit the like on the way out. And enjoy this. Peace. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up.